welcome in everyone to episode 113, 113 of the Bowcast Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Pang, joined by my co-host, not Speedish Chief 2, Spe- Speedish <laughs> Chief 3, Chief as he likes to call himself. <laughs> look at this, look at this, yeah, a little, uh, little young upgrade. I don't know where Speedy is, yeah. <laughs> young upgrade? Um, <laughs> Wait, are you? Are you? Wait, wait. How old are you? Now that I'm curious. Alright, so I'm only gonna say that I'm about to turn 29. But oh wait, oh yeah. I mean, you are younger. You are definitely younger then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, about to turn 29. What? You about to celebrate your birthday soon? Uh, soon, yeah. But I had I had this thing when I was 14, yeah, where like my mate went onto my Facebook and changed my birthday, yeah. Um, so then I was getting like, you know, people wishing me happy birthday on the wrong day. And then Facebook had the audacity to ask me for proof to change my birthday back to the real one. And I was like, no, like, this is my birthday, you know? So at least you didn't need proof for the the new one. That would have been harder to do. No, no. That's what I needed. I I wasn't able to change it back. He didn't need proof to change it the first time. But but, but don't you, you should have proof for when you're born anyway, though, right? Yeah, yeah, but that's not the point. <laughs> the, point the, the point is, I shouldn't need to prove my... Anyway. Uh, well, you're a lot uh, younger than me. Have you ever used MySpace? Yeah, for like one, two years. So my friend and uh, my friend actually created my MySpace. Like he created okay. a fake email, like a face, fake like email on Comcast.com or something like that and created my MySpace for me. So I eventually used it. Uh-huh. But then he started posting like all this, like, hey, follow me for whatever stuff Yo. like that. He was using my MySpace login to repost <laughs> his stuff onto my page. <laughs> and then I was like, when I started catching on, I'm like, why am I reposting all this stuff that George is doing? And then I realized like he's been logging in for it. And that's why I was like, hey. you know, I'm changing his password, like, you know, deleting it. You know, funny enough, actually, dude, now that I think about it, this is such a great precursor. I mean, he, not a good thing he did, but he actually went to prison. Um, he's out now. Yeah, he went to prison. Um, the, the, there's a whole FBI case on this, actually. I swear. Uh, he, um, I don't know if you remember from, this was back in like 2015 or something. A lot of celebrities got their phones hacked. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, they yeah. had a bunch of their images revealed right and you know some of the images were explicit but they took of themselves or sent to their partners whoever significant others and he was one of the three or four people behind it yeah no yeah so he went to he was he was just uh i mean like i I ain't going to go too much into his name and everything but he was he was like my friend growing up and we're on the same bus and everything i I didn't really stay in touch with him after high school but Yeah, they caught him a few years later. There's a whole FBI case. He only went to prison for like about a year or so, and he left. But yeah, he was in the same prison as um, I don't know if you ever seen Jersey Shore. It's an American show. I know of it. I know. Yeah, I he went that. to prison with one of the guys from Jersey Shore. Like he has photos of them in prison. Yeah, <laughs> they're like working. Out Bro, I really wonder like what <laughs> they're doing in prison that they can get photos. Bro, I've seen videos of Dude, people yeah. with like TVs and Xboxes, and I'm like. Uh, I don't, it, it was definitely prison, like a white collar prison. It was like you know, yeah, the most yeah. of you were in there for like white collar crimes, like tax evasion stuff, whatever. But yeah, but still, yeah, yeah they were working out together. They were wearing like orange jumpsuits and they're like you know flexing <laughs> and stuff. It was it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I imagine you were literally the test subject, <laughs> right? Yeah, seriously, <laughs> yeah. I should know him back in the MySpace days. Yeah, he didn't actually. Yeah. The funny thing is, he actually didn't hack 
Apple. Um, what they did was kind of clever because he's just an accountant, right? Yeah. So he, he doesn't know coding or anything. But what they did was they created a fake website. And uh-huh. the hard part is figuring out the celebrities' emails they had to use for their iPhones or whatever, but, uh-huh. or iCloud. But let's say if you, you're one of the celebrities, they would send you a message and be like, hey, Anacor, someone tried to look in, someone tried logging into your account. Was this you, right? As an email from Apple. So you click on the link, you say, no, it was not me. And like to verify, enter your password. So you enter this password into this fake looking Apple website. Then they collect your password and just log in with, they never broke, they never hacked Apple. They just tricked you into thinking that, you know, they did. So you know what's mad, yeah? Is that like, I feel like that's like, one of the scams yeah mm-hmm. like you know anyone relatively internet savvy you're gonna be like yo would you click a random link on an email and more time they're gonna be like no I know, yeah. yeah so i'm wondering if that's just because that happened or if it's just like the kind of more gullible celebrities that actually fell for it you know well this was back in 2014 2015 so yeah. it was almost like 10 years ago so maybe yeah. a little yeah, you were just finishing oh, high school back then. <laughs> now that no, yeah, yeah, true, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true that. <laughs> yeah, what time, uh, anyway, uh, anyway, for those who are wondering, uh, Speedy, I think is fine. He's just um, uh, he's... <laughs> yeah, he definitely didn't eat that hot chip. Man, <laughs> There's no <laughs> hot chip. Fine, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're eating the hot chip on his behalf <laughs> eventually. <laughs> send me, uh, send me a dress in. Uh, you're st- so you're still in Japan, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I don't have an address to send. <laughs> I'm uh, sure we can make the hotels work. The hotels yeah. are quite nice. Where are you in Japan specifically? Um, so I literally yesterday we arrived to Kyoto. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been in Tokyo for the last like couple weeks, or okay. you know, at least since Worlds. Um, and then we're gonna do a bit of like Osaka, Nara, um, and then go back off to Go Fest to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Um, climb Mount Fuji. Oh, nice. which uh, yeah, yeah, should be pretty safe. Wait, where's Nabuji located? Uh, it's near Tokyo. Okay. Oh, yeah, I didn't know it was near Tokyo. Yeah, it's like you can get there. I think the bus takes like a couple hours, something like that. Dang. Um, Still in yeah, Japan. Yeah, that's that's wild. Japan's yeah, nice. I'm I'm jealous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been back I was for about, say, like, yeah, a little over like, a week, but I'm jealous. yeah, because like your your stay didn't seem very long. Like, how much uh, how much did you manage to do? You know alongside work so i was supposed to arrive on so people don't know this we pre-recorded a bunch of episodes right i think the last time i actually recorded something was over like three weeks ago with dijon and i wasn't sure what my travel plans were i was talking about the visa stuff but essentially i uh i'll describe it to you because i don't know if you know it but i was supposed to leave on the 31st of july and get to japan on the first and then stay until the 14th but then because of all these visa issues and we need a work visa and, you know, it was none the fault of the casters because we were all in the same boat. It actually came became such an issue that Wholesome wasn't able to be a host for the show, right? And he was supposed to be. So we'll, we'll talk more about that when we get into the world's recap. But, um, but I luckily was able to. So I finally get my certificate and can apply for my visa on the Friday before I'm leaving, like three days before the first, right? So end of July, there's no way I get it in time, right? It's like five to seven business days to process. You know, I'm asking if there's any exceptions they can make. They're like, nah, there's nothing, right? And this is LA. So I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of people in LA calling in favors. Like, I know this person, I know whatever. <laughs> and the LA consulate is like, we don't care, right? Yeah. You know, some of the other consulates, I think a little bit more flexible with it. But 
after I turn it in, I'm going to just risk it, right? I really want to commentate. So for those that are wondering if I would compete because I didn't have a travel award, I it's clearly not that because the Pokemon company was willing to still cover all my travel expenses, right? Because, you know, it wasn't my fault. So like, you know what? We'll still pay for your flight. We'll still pay for your hotel during Worlds like we said we would, and we'll still pay you, right? They were still willing to pay us our full oh, compensation. Nice. So I could just go into Worlds and competed and still got paid as a commentator and got all my expenses covered. So probably you know? got paid more than jumping. <laughs> well, no, 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 I mean, no, okay, no, I was I making mean, assumptions. No, I, yeah, no, no, not, not that much. <laughs> now, if I win on top of that, that'd be nice. But you know, I'm I'm not beating accent anytime soon. Uh, although we might ma match up, but I'll talk about that later. Um, but so if anyone's confused about like, oh, why I didn't compete, like I just want to commentate. There, it's like that was first priority, even if I had all the travels paid and everything, right? So that was never uh, a real thing for me. But so I just took the gamble. I was like, you know what? I'll hang on Friday. Maybe I get back next the following Friday. Maybe I show up to Osaka Go Fest in time on Sunday. Who knows? And, you know, the Pokemon company made some phone calls. They had their attorneys help help us out. and the LA consulate was saying, you know what? We can finish it processing in like two and a half days. We think we nice. get it done. It's like, okay, I got some hope, right? I'm not going to, I'm not going to get there on the Monday, right? The first, but maybe I'll get there right before GoFest. And so I'm checking, I'm checking the progress. I, I pay for expedited shipping. So the weird thing is it's 15 minutes away from me, but I can't pick up my application. Everyone else in the world seems like they could from the consulate, but me, right? LA consulate's like, we can only mail back to you. You can't pick it up. I'm like, I live like 15 minutes away. So yeah. So they had to mail. So I had to use USBS, the only mailing service I could use, which is arguably the least reliable mailing service in the United States. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. the worst, right? The state, the state mailing service is the worst. That's like a, a chance of you receiving it. Yeah, and I paid uh, for like... Not even on time. Just... I paid for the fastest possible, right? One to two days express. That's the, that's the best you could do. And I literally see that the LA consulate sends out my passport and everything and my visa Wednesday morning. I'm like, Oh, we good, right? Like I book my flight for Monday morning. I'll be fine, right? I get there at Saturday night in Osaka. We're chilling, right? My my ticket's on Sunday. And I see a scent. I was like, all right, I should get on Thursday, right? I'll be fine. Thursday comes and goes. Nothing happens. I don't get it, right? I'm like, what? Like my flight's at 10 o'clock on Friday. I'm supposed to get there like three hours early. Leave at like, I don't know, leave at 637. I, the, they're not sending mail until 9 a.m. at the earliest. So I just push my flight back. And I pushed my flight back to 11.30 p.m. And I've, in the evening. In the evening, on, right. On, on Friday. Friday. On Friday yeah. So yeah. so essentially, I'd be getting into – and it was, a, it was going to be a layover uh, because there's no direct uh -huh. flights. And, uh, and so I was going to have a layover in Korea, actually. It was, going, it was going to be powered by a Korean airline. And I finally get my freaking passport at like 5 p.m. that Friday. I don't know. They wait till the last second, right? They went for the full two business days. I don't know why. It's in LA, Bro, too, I'd right? be waiting outside my yard. Like, I, I, I was just checking. Just sitting waiting for the I checked the online tracking. I went down to my mailbox, and I checked like 10 times in two days. Right? I kept opening up. It was empty, right? Yeah, and then um, it was so bad. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, it was literally from LA shipping the office to another yeah. I, don't, I don't know how they would made it if i lived anywhere else um but yeah so i get on this 11 30 thing i'm just you know i'm just like whatever i just want to get to japan at this point uh funny enough so i'm chinese right and i'm on a korean airline the worst part about traveling in asian countries is what i realized for me 
everyone thinks I speak their language, even I don't. So I'm sitting next to a white guy on the plane, and they're asking him stuff in English, and they come to me first, and they're like, speaking to me Korean. I'm like, I'm sorry, can you do English? And they're looking at me like, wow, like look at this Korean guy that forgot his native tongue, right? So they're like trying to explain to me in English. That's fully American, though. Yeah, yeah, that's fully American, right? I, I, I run into the same problem at Korea at their airport. Everyone in there thinks I'm Korean. And then again on the second plane from Korea, also speaking Korean. I land in Japan, everyone thinks I'm Japanese, so they're speaking to me in Japanese. I speak oh, Japanese mate. too. And this is what because I finally make it to Go Fest in Osaka. I'm like trying to get I'm trying to get stuff from like I have Buffalon, I have Carnival, I have a bunch of North America and like, you know, Western Hemisphere regionals. No one's asking for anything. I I'm next to Aaron and Ramberto, like, oh my gosh, I got all these great trades and stuff. And I was like, wait, wait, I got Buffalon too. I'm really looking at the same Japanese person to ask them stuff, and they're just like waving me off, like, oh, it's okay, like they don't have anything for me, right? But they just assume I'm Japanese. <laughs> we have blue yeah, blue or blue. from some like Asian countries there. So no one's coming up to me for anything. Oh, so good thing I didn't print out. You know how you told me to print out the picture, right, with the sign. Yeah, good thing yeah, I didn't yeah. print that out because because yeah, yeah. no one would have came for anything. It would have been a waste of ink. Yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, that is so. That is yeah. Kind of missed out on a good opportunity yeah, there as well, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, I guess what can you do? But I finally made it there on that Sunday, so I got there like six, seven days later, which is a little unfortunate. But yeah. I was able to go to Nara, which you you haven't gone to Nara, right? Yes. No. So no. I don't know if your hotel has this, but the hotel I was at had a hot spring in it. Yeah. Have you booked your hotel yet? No, no. You know, no I guess no. I think we were just going to do a day trip. Well, oh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll send you the address in case you decide yeah. to do it. The hot springs are yeah. great too because it's like natural hot spring from like their their waters and stuff. And I, I if you drink too, right? Oh, no, you don't drink. No. You don't drink. Okay. No, no, no. Never mind. Well, I, I don't recommend this for people that do drink either, but they had sake at their family mart. And I went there with like Postel and oh. stuff and we picked up some sake and I was just drinking it and the sake from Nara was actually really good. It was just like... Was, well, even from the family mart? Even from the family mart. I wish I bought more. Yeah, it's local <laughs> It's local sake yeah. to Nara because they had the deer on it. And yeah. it was better sake than anything else I had in Japan actually. I didn't realize that time because the first sake I had in Japan, it was because I was going from Nara to Yokohama. Yeah. And I just drank the two bottles and um, and I go in the hot tub later. It was so relaxing. You should still go in the hot tub either way. But yeah, do you know what? I've got like a bit of a hot take on uh on onsen, okay. it? Yeah, is um you know what I love heat, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't love onsen. Really? You've done it before? Yeah, man. Yeah, and do you know what it is? Yeah, it's like I'm I, okay, before I did it, yeah, I was imagining it being like you know, like when you go into a hot shower, yeah, and you end up showering for about an hour because you just don't want to get out. Yeah? <laughs> no, I, I, I still don't shower for an hour. What do you, you mean? Know? I don't remember the last time. I... <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's not Wait, are you taking a shower or like take a bath? Uh, like the shower head shower... coming from the top? Yeah. What? An yeah, hour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? I don't want to. I don't want to stand <laughs> you there for an hour there. straight. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, well, you're right. you're, you're, okay, you're taking hour-long yeah, showers. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, yeah. <laughs> Not all the time, okay. yeah, but sometimes. Sometimes okay, it cools okay. right yeah. So I'm, I'm like, oh, it's going to be that kind of sensation yeah, where it's just like, it's hot enough where you're like, oh, I want to stay here forever, yeah? But it's not too hot that I'm like, oh, I'm burning. Yeah. But onsen, it feels like I'm burning, man. I, like, it feels like I'm burning, and then I can't breathe because it's, like, too hot. Oh, really? And for me, it's just a bit too yeah. much 
where what I'm imagining in my head is somewhere to relax. Yeah. And it doesn't give me relaxation. Ah, but that's just I me. See, like, I'm the only one who has Is it because there's other people around too? Oh, okay. no, 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 no. Not even that. It's literally just mm. the heat. It's like too hot. What about jacuzzi? And you can't turn it up yeah, or you down. Can't, you can't change the temperature at all. Have oh. you been in a jacuzzi before? I think so. I'm going to lean towards no, but it does sound like something I may have done. Wait, I guess. oh, is jacuzzi not very common in the UK? Nah. I guess I'm really? maybe if you're rich. But, oh. Yeah. Well, they have it a lot in, like, hotels in the United States. They have one in my apartment complex, actually. So I don't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, if you visit LA in the next few months, yeah. I can show you. <laughs> I've never really been in lot, it yeah, because yeah. a lot of people are sitting there. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. yeah they don't really... I, I feel like it's not really a thing in the UK now. But oh, that's just the impression gotcha. I get, yeah. Oh, never mind then. I won't send you my hotel details for now. It doesn't seem like you're going to benefit too much. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Um, yeah. But anyway, I went from Nara to Hakone, which is another hot spring place. So you can skip that place. <laughs> it was up in the mountains. It was really nice. Yeah. Um, you know what? The thing then, is, these sound like such nice places. And I'm like, oh, they are. They are. Don't listen to, don't listen to Anacor, everyone. <laughs> it's, it's worth it. It's worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I will say, if you have any tattoos um, when you're going to these hot springs mm. in Japan, just keep that in mind. They typically have little stickers you could cover your tattoos with. Okay. But um, but if you have a ton of tattoos, you would probably have to request like a private um, hot spring, yeah. which the place I say that in Hakone did have those. So you could have your own private, you could rent out your private room or have one in your um, like hotel room as nice. well. And I had one in my hotel room, which was super nice. Um, but I don't have tattoos, but my friend, my friend does. So that's why yeah. um, we had to get a private one, Yeah, but just something to keep in mind. Cause they're definitely a little bit so on the conservative end in some respects, but yeah, I finally made it to Japan. So I ended up going there from the Sunday to the following Monday. So a little over a week, Yeah, but then you're like trip, working but... half of it as well. So yeah, 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 but it was still fun though. It was still a lot of fun. Um, I wish I could say longer, but you know we can only control what we can control. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, let's talk about the I guess the uh, YouTube comments from the last few episodes, okay. and then and then uh, we'll get into like the world's recap because we got some stuff to cover. Yeah. Um, but going all the way back to our actually our episode from one hundred nine, so this was three <laughs> weeks ago actually. So so you you're coming full circle here. Yeah, actually, you man. made it onto two different episodes. Cool. Um, H five says, "Yeah, I have a really weird situation with Pokemon Go account bots. My area is desolate. About four gyms and maybe sixteen or so Pokestops for about twenty kilometers. However, there are the same bots I see every time in every Mystic gym." Steve Pokey 1, Steve Pokey 2, Steve Pokey 3, etc. And up to about 8 of them with similar names. But the weird part is that because no one plays in my area, I can do certain raids because there may be up to 8 to 10 bots in the raid <laughs> as Yo. well. I don't know why the bots are in my area of all places to go, but who knows. I know they're bots because I remember seeing them all at level 38. And when I did a raid about a month later, every single one that was level 45. <laughs> do you know go. what this is happening or how? Also love the podcast and keep up the great work. Dude, that sounds like a weird... I've never heard anything about that before. Same, but I'm not going to lie. Especially I'm in like a rural spot. One, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. you just got an entire raid team for free. Like, that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. Who needs to remote raid uh, yeah. when uh, you got you got a C Pokey 1? C Pokey 1 <laughs> and family. Yeah. 
I've never heard that before. It's, I mean, yeah. I'm I, know, think like, why... I know that happens in like yeah. popular spoofing areas. Um, but I mean, maybe maybe C Pokey just thought, you know what, if I take a rural area, then I can take it all for myself. As opposed to having to yeah. like fight, you know, all the other bots to get in the same lobby and stuff like that. That's actually a good point. Is it, it so what H five should really look at look out for i guess they're, if even if it existed but they're not in gyms you want to know is if there's some like a steve pokey nine right because it's like you, you can fit a bunch of people in a gym right but my guess is they have another steve pokey that's a different team color knock them out right yeah. for their coins that's and then true. maybe they're not even using that one to cop in gyms i don't know what the point of having a bunch of bot accounts is i mean they're doing raids too right like yeah. what's a what's the purpose there i mean you asked that in a yeah but like I, I, I'll just say, like, people like to play in varying different ways, you know, and sometimes yeah. people are not even botting. I'm sort of like, what's yeah, the point? You know I mean? maybe they have an all account they trade with each yeah, other for. Who I don't knows, know. Who knows? It is against terms of service. I personally don't even have the time to run an all account, even no. if I want to, and it wasn't against terms of service. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how people manage all these things, but that's just, that's just my thing. There's a bunch of people talking about Steve, uh, Scroll Trapper is the MVP because we talked about saying that if you listen to the end. So shout out to everyone that did that. Um, PPC says, I think one of the major benefits of Sylph and anything like Zygarde that comes up in the future is that they provide a solo play arena for all those battlers, especially in Asia that don't have much play action. Sure, NA and European battlers have a lot to do throughout the year, but you have to feel for the Indian battlers, for example, who only get one event in a year. Yeah, that's Agreed. true. Yeah. And and none of the Indian battlers were able to go to Worlds, too. Yeah, so the, yeah. the rumors were confirmed. And um, it was really unfortunate because I asked the reason. And it was literally just they're both under 18. And both their parents wouldn't allow them to go while they're, like, studying for to get into uni and stuff. So, ah, yeah. It's funny as well because I saw some, like, Indian players being, like, yeah, this typical Asian parent dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's yeah. True. Yeah, um, I actually ran into um Beelzy Boy. Okay. You know Beelzy Boy? Well, at Worlds. On, yeah, at Worlds. Oh. On um, uh, Body Slammers. Mm. I didn't realize that he was from India. Yeah, yeah. But he's from India. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Uh, actually, how he approached me was, <laughs> it was super funny. He was, he was, it was right outside the Worlds venue in Yokohama. He's like, oh, you think, you think you can make money off of my merch with my name on it? I was like, huh? <laughs> Like who are you? He's like he's like yeah. I mean, well, at first I didn't know what he was saying. Right? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, you think you put my name on your merch and make money off of it? I was like, huh? I was like, well, what's your name? He's like, I'm Scroll Trapper. I was like, there's no shot. You're Scroll Trapper. Like it's so funny. I was like, no shot. He's like, no, I'm a, I'm Beelzy Boy. I was like, oh, it's nice to meet because I battled him so many times yeah. in GPL. Like we faced body slammers too. I never faced him specifically in factions, but um, I know that he's always like very high up on the leaderboard for Go Battling and stuff, and he's a good battler. And I didn't realize he was all the way from India too. But yeah, yeah. he was hanging out with um uh what's his name? Uh man, I'm blanking now. NA player, he's hopped around a lot of fashion team. He's also on body slammers. Mm. Yeah, his glasses. He almost called oh, for Trent, but then Trent, yeah, he was with Trent. So it made sense because they're both on yeah, body slammers, yeah. right? He's there hanging out. Yeah, but so he I guess he went to spectate and stuff, but yeah, he was like, Yeah, I'm from India, but I didn't I didn't get a I didn't make the top two and both our players couldn't go. Yeah. So, so unfortunate. a little unfortunate. But yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but I agree with PPC. But I think it does. I mean, for the time being, until they find a way to get more players from APAC to join. I mean, yeah. it's just so hard to compete, right? Like you talk about like, oh, well, like a lot of the NA players did well in Worlds, but like there was just way more opportunities for NA players yeah. to even go. I mean, you know what? It's funny you say that though, because uh, let me see. Like I made a little some stats and stuff like that, and um, now it's actually a decent amount of APAC team uh, players in. Um, in like the top 32. So there was 11 yeah. players from APAC in the top 32. Admittedly, like a few. How many total? Sorry? How many total? Yeah, I'll count I'll Australia though. But yeah, how yeah. many? Yeah, there's actually a decent amount. Australia actually was polling a lot. I mean, they had three yeah, players. Yeah, there. they like, were doing bits. Like, but... I don't know what, what they're doing, but they're oh. doing. I mean, people always underestimate them, but then. Yeah. They they're winning CMP with these Australian IVs. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, <they're... laughs> yeah, well, unless you're accent, he's going to win every CMP. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, um yeah yeah how so, many apac total was there so there was including I think, australia roughly 50 that qualified if i remember correctly so let me just double check this. okay um so about butters kept saying qualified. like over half the people were from apac yeah no nah, not over half um, i don't know where he's getting that stat life from i was like you know really I, was, I gave him like i was gonna the... ask him that but i didn't want to grill him on the on the broadcast yeah. right yeah. I, I gave him all the the numbers and i guess he just <laughs> come on butters what's going on <laughs> so yeah there was there was 50 players from apac that qualified however um of the players that qualified four didn't attend so there was 46 that qualified from apac or that uh played from apac oh that's still pretty good that's yeah. actually still a very yeah, high yeah, percentage yeah, yeah, it's, yeah so it two from india the most then... out of all the regions yeah um, that's really good and i think there's a lot of like obviously japan get 20 which is already loads for just like one country i don't say yeah. they deserve it though because like they are amazing players you know um, yeah. But yeah, 20 is, I think Japan kind of skews it quite a lot. Right, um, right. And yeah. obviously, most people from Japan, I assume all 20 from all Japan of, were able yeah, to make, all of them. right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Just local to them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, wow. okay, but I mean, you know what? Speaking game. of, you know, the people who did and didn't turn up, um, <laughs> do I want to mention? Okay, so obviously, there's those who didn't turn up. Uh, a few people yeah. who didn't turn up don't really want to go into it. Flipping Koksiak, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you know you know his uh, yeah. uh, his reasons? I saw him? that. I saw that. I, I I actually saw him at the venue too. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lot taller than I thought he would be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay, so for anyone who wasn't aware, uh, Koksiak was the Warsaw champion, um, mm. and I think like one or two days before Worlds, he's already in Japan, and he gets an email letting him know that he's not allowed to take part because when he competed at Warsaw, he put in the wrong age. Yeah. Now, I, I kind of get his reasoning for why he put in the wrong age. He was like, well, you know, sometimes if you put in like under 16, you know, in some apps and things like that, they give you like a limited version or something like that. So yeah, but he went way over 16, yeah, right? Yeah. He's 15, right? He's going to put 16 or 17. He, did like he put like 28. Or 28. <laughs> yeah. He was like your age. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and um, they'd already paid him and everything. And uh, they were like, yeah, you can't. And so the reason he couldn't compete is because uh, a similar reason to something we may have discussed in the past um, with Pokemon Go, every country has a, uh, a legal digital age of consent and if you don't meet that digital age of consent for now um pokemon won't let you compete 
So, and the age is different between every country. So in Poland, the age of consent mm. is 16 and he was 15 at the time. So, so he would he just wouldn't have him been able to even play. Yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 Not at all. So, until next year. Yeah. I mean, I guess the silver lining is he, he won a medal and some prize. Yeah. 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 But for, unfortunate for, to, um, wasn't even able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he could have gone otherwise. So. Yeah. Yeah, a little unfortunate. Yeah, I don't know. Who, I wonder who went back and even looked that up. Uh, well, I guess. Um, I. I Someone mean, you probably know the um, the process for uh, like actually registering for worlds, right? You get like a little RK nine. Yeah, like register thing. Do you have to put in details there? Well, I already. Well, I assume Coxiac also registers to RK nine, so yeah, they had yeah, to. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to do anything specific. I just click okay. register. But, like, I didn't have that type in my info again. Right, it's already right. there. So, yeah, but I guess that when he pressed register, I mean, it was just registering him as a 28-year-old yeah, yeah. as well as last time. <laughs> but yeah. I think someone had to go back and check, right? Yeah, like, maybe yeah, maybe so. they just noticed. They're like, wait. Yeah. Like, I know Coxiac is only 15. Why is it? Yeah, maybe someone noticed that. Yeah. I guess once you got, like, a, it's only those, like, 100 or so players that you have to focus on in it, then. Yeah, and he said his age too during the post interview at at the tournament because <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, they no. said that they went back to the stream and found that. Well, how did they even find the stream? Because is the VOD saved on the Rockers yeah. channel? Yeah, 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 they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they stay for yeah. that long? Does he have a YouTube? No, page no, no. He uh, yeah, he reuploads on YouTube. Oh, okay, man. They did their research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I read that. I read that. I mean, I don't know if I was them. If whoever looked into it, I'd even go bother to go through the VOD. I'd be like, "There's no way this guy's 28." Like, yeah. I don't need it. I don't need video Bro, evidence. I, I'd be like the scared intern, being like, "Oh damn, I like I messed up in it." Yeah, <laughs> and being, being like, "This is something nobody noticed." Yeah, yeah. yeah right. We already paid him the money. Like, what are we gonna do? Mm -hmm. They did. They did. Yeah, he was already in Japan. A little yeah. unfortunate. Um, DH Chacon says, uh, oh, this is talking about how I bought that anchor, right? Oh, that yeah. big anchor. Oh, yeah. I saw the anchor 40,000 40, on Prime Day and didn't pull the trigger. I know the 160 watt limit, uh, but it's that's subject to the airline. Basically, that's going to be more hassle. Keep it under 100 watts. By the time this comment is read, we'll probably all be in the country, but have fun, uh, eat good food, and meet people. These live events remind me of about the early days of the game when we came close to world peace. Hey, before I finish the rest of the comment, let me just say, I got it right here. <laughs> Dude, let me hold it to my face. It's it's literally the side length of my head almost. And that I have a big huge. head, right? That's huge. Right? The thickness is huge. wild. Huge. Oh, right? If I had my cat right here, I would show it to my cat too. It's bigger than like my cats almost. And I made it through the airport, no problem. USA and Japan, and I even flew flew to GoFest in New York with this. Bro, so I don't believe them. This thing is this is a this is a real brick. This is heavier than like a real brick. It's actually shaped <laughs> like a real brick. It's it's really it's really nice. Yeah, I think I showed you in Japan when I saw you. Right? Yeah, I was like, dude, I got it through security somehow. Right, you know, wild, with all my travel issues, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna risk it. I don't have time to like bother returning this and whatever. So you're gonna come up on those little uh those little adverts being like airlines hate him. <laughs> this man imported an illegal yeah. battery with one yeah yeah trip. yeah airlines hit him for this one simple trip <laughs> <laughs> uh 
<laughs> well, I got through. Anyways, uh, DH uh, DH Chacon says I would have recommended getting a perm at Lux uh, a luxury Japanese place. I've seen videos of it. it; looks like a good experience. More content for you. I thought about getting the Squid Game red hairstyle, but I have to attend board meetings. On the trade sheet, I saw someone in Singapore Safari Zone with a trade sheet asking for a quest buzzword. So I knew this guy was a hardcore PVer. I had a spare at the time from the Sapporo makeover and gave it to him. Didn't ask for much, but it was a new person to share stories with when I traveled. Oh, that's really cool. Nice. Um, yeah, I didn't end up losing the bet, so I, I don't have to perm my hair. I, yeah. I honestly I don't know if I don't know Speedy's even hit legend yet so far. We just say. haven't seen him since, you know. We, we haven't <laughs> seen him. We haven't seen him. I personally saw him in New York for GoFest, but I I didn't get a chance to ask. So uh, just for all the we'll viewers, see. um hashtag where is speedy? Let's <laughs> <laughs> get that out there. Yes. Know? Yeah. Honestly, I'll make that the title of this podcast. Uh, I'll post <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, seriously, where's where's this guy at? You know, he's not he's <laughs> really dodging the topic. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's yeah. really dodging it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I wonder if the hot chip's actually a hot chip that he bought or just a dyed Dorito, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dyed blue. Okay, so he said he took it out of the package and licked it and said it was really hot, but he didn't eat it, right? Dude, he took this out of the package like a month ago. This chip is like stale still at this point. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Cardboard. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, Quackadot says, "Appreciate the shoutouts, but seriously, Tony the Tiger needs to be on that hot chip already, <laughs> taking his sweet time." Yeah, no kidding. And then uh, also said, "Anacor for caster, give Adelion a run for his money. All the best in Japan. You know, you should uh, oh, yeah. you should look into it. You know, <laughs> Do, have you ever casted anything like grassroots or anything like nah, that? Nah, so I don't have like a, a little casting reel to provide people. You know? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. All, all I have is a." Uh... It's my finesse, you know. Just sit down with me for five minutes, you know. Tell yeah, me let's let's work out that caster reel. Let's work <laughs> out that caster reel. Um, I think, uh, what do you call it? If anyone has a grassroots tournament, they need help casting, hit up Anacor, right? I have his, um, I was gonna say Twitter, but recently I just update all of our graphics to X at this point because I'm like, it's not, yeah. they're not changing their name, so yeah. I just, I just. I'm gonna, but hit up hit up Anacorn X, and then if you need if you need a grassroots tour, shout cast it. Yeah, you, you need stuff for his cast reel. Oh uh, yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> Greasy Cuisine says, "Wow, this one was top notch uh, quality, lads. Gotta say, after what was discussed, I'm gonna have to come out and say it." Squirrel Trapper's back MVP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Again, shout out to everyone for two hours of um, dedication. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Uh, Tate Soda Pop, uh, Soda Pop says, "If Squirrel Chopper Seven P and Speedy is Tony the Tiger, what does that make Caleb?" I don't know. I leave that up to you all. What What does that make me? I'm a, uh, I'm Mister, I'm Mister Runner Up. <laughs> do, do you know? Do you know the image I have in my head? Yeah, and I don't yeah, know where this image. is from. Like, but there's like, it's like a big cat. Yeah, so it's a cartoon uh-huh. of a big cat. Yeah, and he's sort of in the corner, yeah. like rubbing his hands like that. <laughs> what? I mean? what is this i need to see this uh, uh, where is it uh, I, I wouldn't even yeah. know when you find it later send it to yeah, me yeah yeah yeah. that's that's the image i get that's the was like yeah, uh, rubbing his good. hands of like uh, what can i i'm uh, cooking what, what something you know for sure i'm <laughs> <laughs> cooking something ryan kokov says uh 
um, all jokes aside, Anacor, he's talking about the Skull Trapper MP. All jokes aside, Anacor, solid guest host. Hopefully, everything Gucci with Tony the Tiger. And it looks like the 5K bet for next GPL season, then. Uh, one more thing. Appreciate y'all bringing up Bernal's impact. One of the captains and competitors who I learned a lot from in the early remote Sylph and factions. Always was super gracious in DMs, and his passing will be sorely missed. Much love to Brendan. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then uh, Chad says, I need a t-shirt with this, by the way, get in the merch. Wait, what do I say by the way a lot? I'm actually not <laughs> sure what that one means. I guess, hmm. like, what is by the way in, like, quote marks or something? Uh, no quote marks, but I think that's what. Maybe they just mean. I don't know. Chat. Chat. Hardy. Yeah, Hardy is going to have to explain that one in a little bit more detail. But we're we're going to be working on some merch soon. Um, and then I had some comments from the Dijon episode. I don't know if you had the chance to listen to it, but we yeah, talked yeah, about did, like yeah. a deaf win rule. So, uh, Maud Davis says about the deaf win. I totally understand the premise and the sportsmanship, and maybe this falls under the one percent gray area. But what about what happened to Rise where he pressed the wrong move because he forgot which side the correct move was on? Dude, okay, pause on this comment real quick because it's something that Speedy brought up, right? And man, like, freaking Rise and Speedy had to ruin this death window, right? Like, the odds of people actually doing that is is that like 1% or less, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Why are you pressing that shadow ball, right? And two, Speedy, why are you bringing up that that as a, the one exception? Yes, I guess that is a possibility, yeah. but like, I don't know. Do you know okay. what the thing is, though? Yeah. If you really want to be like specific about it, you could look at the tap area where they're tapping. Yeah. If they're tapping at the right move, that might yeah, be yeah. one way around that one percent gray area. No, because but you yeah, know what, what the thing say? is, you say this, yeah, but it's like, and and I saw this at Torino, right? Uh, like on, mm-hmm. on the stream, but um, both of the French players. Um, were literally poised to win their match. Yeah, they were oh, in and the Joe, position. Joe the, yeah, he didn't press the psychic. He yeah, the yeah. Punch. So they both like they both they both. <laughs> he meant it, to throw the ice punch. He just like didn't think. Yeah, he yeah, didn't okay. realize that he reached the psychic at the same counter energy. Yeah. Right. So more so, I guess, than Dudu, who over farmed yeah. on his not was it? I think it was the Charizard. He over farmed on his Charizard when he didn't have to. You know, but he's mm-hmm. you know you know you get like some YouTubers where they're just like well you know, it's good to like always play optimally, um, yeah. which is fair. But, um, you know, he was one off on his counts. And as soon mm-hmm. as he realized it, he was like, I, I literally just threw the game. Like this wasn't necessary. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, and yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You, know, you say that um, obviously at the high level of the game, these mistakes happen less and less, but they still happen. So They still happen. So it's a they difficult do. one to... Yeah, Rise Occasion, one of the best players in the world, did make that mistake. Yeah, when yeah. I saw that, I was like, dude, I was like, man, what is this guy doing? <laughs> I was uh, like, he really farmed the content on stream. <laughs> <laughs> but it happens. Uh, Mod Davis continues, I also had a self-match where my Trev base barely survived the weather ball from Pelper with the C-bomb ready to KO. I didn't expect to survive, so my finger wasn't in position. I pressed on the line of the C-bomb circle, and it triggered a shadow ball instead of C-bomb, and a wing attack took me out. Even though it looked like the C-bomb was pressed, the Sylph Justice ruled it on the line, and no rematch was granted. I'm not arguing against F-wins. I really don't know the right answer is in terms of judging. Yeah, it is a... (laughs) 
it is a dicey issue. I think the majority of times where Def Wind would fall into place, it's pretty clear, right? But I think there are some murky areas. And I'm just glad I'm not in the judge's shoes because I think that is something worth concerning. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I think I think it's better than just straight up rematch, though, when it seems like Def Wind should have been the situation. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still like on the fence. Because again, like I think... In, well, in, like, what would be if you're in a deaf win situation, you don't get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll be seeing yeah, a different yeah, yeah, tune. I know, I know. <laughs> but I mean, I, I ain't in that position, so, <laughs> you know. Um, but I, I think it's like, you know, with like Dijon's example, um, it was his own discretion um, mm. to give the deaf wins arrow. And um, I feel like maybe leaving it at that. But the thing is, if deaf wins aren't in the rules, then as a as a player who you know you're expecting to get a death win you can't really be you can't really like argue for it because it's not in the rules do you know what i mean right. so even if your opponent doesn't give it to you you can't really be mad because again it's not in the rules you know if you don't get a rematch mm-hmm. there's a different question but um yeah, yeah. well uh, i got a question for you let's put you on the spot if if you were the opponent and your opponent lagged and didn't get the move would you would you concede and give them the death win even if you don't need to? Yeah, I think I've done this before. Game three, Bruv, I okay when I I had a match against Nezabethan, right? Grand finals, <laughs> you go to Hawaii or you don't go to Hawaii. <laughs> and now we're now we're <laughs> now ah, we're in a different see. situation. The grand finals, yeah. yeah. Know, or just say game number five for grand finals. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah in that situation i don't know no, that's a that's a tricky one you know? yeah yeah so no, there's your answer yeah, so you've been in a situation you did grant the grant the win yeah 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 um but it wasn't like there's there's been a, a few situations where it's like um where there has been lag and instead of like calling a judge and going for a rematch i'm like assessing it being like okay but you know who has the higher attack stat or like, do you know mm. what I mean in it? Yeah. Where I'm just like, okay, well, obviously it wasn't going to be in my favor. So I'll just give it to you. Yeah. 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 We'll see how the judging looks for next season too. Cause I think we made a lot of improvements for judging from season one to season two. Yeah. Sure. And I think that part of it is also a lot of community members stepping up and just judging mm. like scrap and Pete. I don't know if he judged any in season one, but he's been just full on yeah, diving yeah. in. Right. I mean, you know, we, and he I was head judge, like, right? Some. Worlds? Uh, at worlds, I don't know actually, but he was definitely one of the main, yeah. one of the judges too, right? And uh, like Yo Yu, yes, like Need mm-hmm. for Speedy. I think a lot of these people they were like more on the competitor side in season one, mm-hmm. but they just went full on judging season yeah. two, uh, which was I mean not full on, maybe they can be like once or twice, but they were definitely prioritizing judging. Dancing mm-hmm. Rob, great example mm-hmm. too, right? I mean he just he, yeah, that's he true. Just judged yeah. all uh, except for outside, outside worlds. Uh, Ryan Coco says, really cool to hear the judging perspective from Dijon. Personally, in his camp when it comes to sportsmanship, just a bad look and for the con- and for the content is a poor excuse. Oh, uh, he's talking about in terms of BMing. Wait, right. what do you think about BMing? You think, oh, uh, mate, you know what? I, this is interesting because actually the, uh, the something that Dijon mentioned in that episode was pretty applicable during Worlds. Um, my opinion on BMing is the same as yours. Like, I think it's fine. Like, if you if you know the opponent, then it's fine. If you don't know the opponent, right, and you don't have any friendly rapport with them, then you are literally just, like, shoving something in someone's face. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know like, when you, like, 
you know, you'll like insult your friends, right? Uh-huh. If you use those same insults on a random person, you are literally playing, you know, roulette with them. Do you know what I mean? Because they're obviously right. not necessarily going to understand the context. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree with your take. Like, it definitely has to be someone that you're familiar with. Yeah. Um, or you BM when you're losing. Like, you'll throw an earthquake at uh, yeah. Atari because you know you're already going to lose. Right? Exactly. Yeah. That, like, that's fine. Isn't it? Um, but what was interesting is something that um, Dijon mentioned. I think it was Dijon who mentioned it. Um it was about the Japanese take on BMing that they obviously mm-hmm. don't do it and find it very disrespectful. That said, um, inadequate through a sludge bomb at Kakuzatoho <laughs> to win the game. And actually, yeah. personally, I thought that was kind of good in a way because, um, again, this is assuming that like all the conditions were fine, right? But Kakuzatoho mm-hmm. is one of the more you know vocal and active uh, Japanese players in terms of you know, getting involved in like other region things and that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, he's helped I think us his a lot. English is pretty season. good, right? It's decent. It's decent. He's, he yeah. at least put in, you know, translate and stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a very active, you know, member of the Jap- Japanese community. Um, and, you know, he's been helping us like the whole of last year. So I feel like he's a good um, person to have this interaction with because he can definitely understand like, you know, a different side of the, um, uh, the coin. Uh, in addition, he was at Worlds last year. He's familiar to the competition in general. And I think he was saying that, you know, him and Inadequance had a brief chat before their game and he was made to feel very, you know, like on friendly terms. So he didn't take it as a disrespect. He took it as like, yeah, I messed up and you got the win fair and square. So I, I thought that was a good sort of example. Because again, like, you know, I'm assuming that Inadequance would have also assessed this and been like, mm-hmm. it's fine for me to do this because, you know, we've had this friendly discourse beforehand. So Right, right. Yeah. Okay, that's that's good. Um, Yeah, I, I didn't even think about that at the time too. I didn't commentate that battle, oh, but okay. I do... I do remember the BM. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the, in the end of, I think it was game three. Yeah. I see, I, the worst is when you BM in game one, right? Like, it's not even over yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Ace the Face says, hey, fellas, uh, Artemis Dragon here. On episode 110, uh, Dijon said something about that actually got me thinking uh, that GBL will never achieve TCG numbers. Did he mean in terms of viewership and or participation? I don't know if he was around for the PP hype leading up to the release back in December 2019 because the big content creators were pulling in 5K plus viewers on live stream. I was a witness. Um, And I'll admit that the growth and hype have died down almost instantaneously, but it's only because Niantic was and still isn't paying attention to the needs of the people who love this feature. Remember the peak of COVID in 2020, we had main series game content creator streaming Go. Uh, Ninja, who doesn't even play Pokemon games, to my knowledge, was on Twitter asking about what to prioritize with his elite games. This was our moments. We were getting those TCG numbers, but because Niantic was distracted from what we can assume and was busy making questionable decisions, everything fell apart and we haven't recovered since. But the bottom line is this. We're not going to see those numbers ever again unless Niantic starts looking at the bigger picture they really need to go has the best user friendly pokemon pp system to understand for casuals get them interested again and suddenly you'll see those numbers go back up again ggs p.s i would love to see style points being added to pp earning points just for winning is kind of boring imagine getting extra five elo points 
for landing a hyperbeam that does critical damage. That would be pretty hot. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. very nice. That's also gonna um, love them. Yeah, nah, that is, yeah, you know, Marshall's <laughs> gonna be top of the leaderboard with those with that implemented. <laughs> um, yeah, that's actually a really, really great point, Artemis Dragon. Um, the viewership. I mean, during right when COVID started, I remember when GBL dropped. Like it was like prime, like you know, like YouTube, like Twitch content, right? Yeah. Um, especially because when COVID started, you didn't have to walk through sets. So you don't right, have to like yeah. do like two sets and then like end your stream, right? Like you couldn't. Like, it was so weird back <laughs> then, right? Right when it's, yeah, I remember like Arrow doing that at first when he first started streaming before COVID started. He had to like end his stream or he's like, "I'll be right back in thirty minutes." Like I'll finish walking <laughs> five, five kilometers, right? So I think COVID did open a lot of doors for content creation and PvP in general. But yeah, I think Artemis Dragon is right in many ways. It, it was. I mean, if you just look at YouTubers' numbers, right, we're not pulling the same views, and not just me, but, like, everyone yeah. across the board as we used to. But the amount of people that play Pokemon Go is still a lot, like, just casually. Like, I'm walking around. I don't know. Osaka's a little harder to tell because I can't really – I don't really understand what a lot of the locals are saying. Yeah. But just walk around New York Go Fest, people are like, oh, my gosh, I got a shiny Zangoose. Like, they're freaking out, right, even though it's been out shiny for a while. And at previous GoFest too, but like for them, that's their first time. Yeah. There's a lot of casuals that still play these games. Tons of people still playing this game. It's just that getting into PvP is like a huge stepping stone, and there's a lot of accessibility issues that um, I think is honestly the biggest one of the biggest issues right now with PvP. Like I think you know we could talk about like meta being a little more stale, meta champ being overpowered, all this stuff. But I think accessibility is always going to be the biggest issue at the moment. And, I mean, if you've been seeing, I mean, you know Draco Viz, so yeah. <laughs> you've seen the tweet on the Charge DMs, right? Yeah. Like even Charge DMs is becoming an issue for not just the casual players, but even for the hardcore PvPers. Yeah, yeah so true. Definitely, definitely someone there. Um, But, yeah, we'll see. I mean, speaking on that, too, we'll talk more about this in the world section. Or maybe mm. now, we'll just cover it now. The viewership for Pokemon Go was actually higher than any of the other Pokemon games. It was insane. It was like really high. Really I didn't high even believe the numbers. Like I didn't know the numbers until someone was yeah. reading them off and I was like, Whoa. Yeah. I didn't even know there was that many people engaged. Right. And a lot of people are saying, Well, Pokemon had that Pokemon Go had that giveaway. You watch 30 minutes, you get the codes, blah, blah, yeah. blah, all that stuff. Yes, but they had giveaway codes. For all the other stream suits, to my knowledge. <laughs> for all yeah. the other games. So so yeah, you can say that, but where were the you know the, i think the amount of people i think people still underestimate including pokemon go players underestimate mm -hmm. the amount of people that actually still play this game yeah you know uh there's there's millions right it's just that the amount that actually play pvp is not as much so yes maybe a lot of people that don't pvp came into watch the stream from the giveaway but that's just because there's that many people still invest in the game right yeah there's not as much of a player base for vgc uh I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think the player base is as big for VGC. I think it's hard to like uh, core base players. Obviously, casual there. casual VGC is just someone who buys the Pokemon game. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it? So it's a bit. Uh, yeah. It's like it doesn't feed in as well as you know a casual Pokemon Go player into yeah. PvP. So um, it's probably harder to assess in it because I guess if you look at like everyone who's bought a you know. Uh, Scarlet and Violet, and it's probably mm -hmm. millions. You know, what I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think, I think for sure, like uh, you know, even if everyone was there for PokeCode, that's how many thousands, tens of thousands of people 
who could potentially see something and be like, yo, I want to try this, you know? Um, and even if you convert 1%, that's a lot of people, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, exactly. Yeah. I think. I think I read somewhere too, or someone said it somewhere, that Pokemon Go is actually the most played Pokemon game of all time. I don't know if like cumulatively, cumulatively definitely. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if they mean currently or not. It's hard to assess, no. but I think the active users you users for Pokemon Go is actually still pretty high. A lot of them might be just casuals. They log in like yeah. once or twice a day, and you know whatever. They don't GBL mm. and stuff. But that's just a lot of untapped potential that we can we can definitely dive into. Yeah, um, for sure. like Artemis Dragon said. So mm. we'll see. We'll see. I, I am. I'm hopeful. I think. Uh, yeah, we'll talk more about this in the world section, but I, I'm I'm definitely hopeful. Ryan Colgrove says, looking forward to and this was this was actually a comment on the, the Dracoviz episode with you and Polly joining us. Let's saying, go. looking forward to watching Worlds. Personally, if I had to choose one person to win it all, I say Crescent Angels on his home turf gets it. Or as an audible mention, it's Axis. Oh it's also been close before, just has been dominant in the events he has attended. Regardless who wins. I'll be rooting for all my friends, obviously. Should be a special event. Wish uh, I was there next year, maybe Worlds in the U.S. Man, my cover of like... Fortune teller, ahead of everyone. Dude, let me <laughs> see this. This, 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 comment, this comment is edited, too. What was this edit? That's what I need Does to see. Does it say when it was edited as well? No, it doesn't. It, it was posted 13 days ago. Let me see if I can see the edit, because that would be... Because I, I don't think he did. But imagine we threw the accent part after the edit. Actually, I don't know if I can see it. Um, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. I, I believe Ryan Cogrove <laughs> posted that. Wow. The, o- the only person I've really seen that said accent might take it all. Too. I mean, it wasn't his first choice, but second choice is still pretty good. Because I think a lot of people on Twitter, you know, everyone leading up to it was like, oh, it's going to be with Dodge. Yeah, it's going to be like, yeah. uh, like human catch a bug or something like that, right? But... uh. Even though Axe has been so consistent, he he wasn't getting the respect he deserved. Yeah, you know, he sure now. Everyone wrong. Yeah, he did. He did. All right. So, um, yeah, getting into the topics for this week. I mean, let's talk about Worlds real quick too. You were there, um, as a spectator, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't get a chance to meet your brother actually because you said, oh yeah, 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 yeah. your brother a couple times. Yeah, is he? Does he look like you? uh not really i wouldn't say so yeah okay i think we got uh we definitely got a split of genes in it uh okay gotcha um but yeah worlds was uh honestly it was great um i mean okay one thing i think like side events were a bit more difficult to do from what i was hearing Mm -hmm. But in a way, I feel like that's not too bad because it means as a spectator, you feel less bad about, um, you know, just sitting there and watching, you know, because you want to you want to mm-hmm. sit there and watch at the same time you want to do side events. If side events mm-hmm. are difficult to do, then it means you can you know, focus your time on sitting and watching. And did you get to sit? Maybe you didn't because, again, you were working. But did you get to sit on like the grassy area? With like the trees no. and oh, oh what with, with like the cherry blossom and the taxi yeah, and stuff yeah <laughs> oh, no, there are a bunch of you are sitting there already though oh so good it looked nice yeah bro all it was yeah. was just floor yeah but it was genius i was like <laughs> i want this floor at every event you know? wait was it astroturf was it like fake grass astroturf yeah 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 and like they had the big screens right in front as well so you could just sit there and like watch all the action oh so you could oh, watch from the astroturf yeah. way how was the audio from there could you hear the audio uh 
I think so. I can't really remember. I only did it for Championship Sunday, in it, but I'm assuming so. Yeah. But yeah, it was great. It was oh, great. Championship Sunday, yeah, because it's, it's just one game at a time, so yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah. yeah, so you can hear everything. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was, that was huh. pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get to sit there, but I want to take some pictures from there, but there's always people there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Starting off on Worlds, I was already getting goosebumps. Like when they did the 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 traditional like drum yeah. ceremony, right? I was like, "Yo, this is like <laughs> hype, right?" Um, I was getting goosebumps just watching it. Yeah, it was great. I love the um, PB Pokes comment. Uh, impeccable move timing. <laughs> was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Better timing than most of us. Yeah, say. yeah, that was really yeah. It was it was really nice. Yeah, the venue was great too. I remember when I saw the venue backstage on my rehearsal day on Thursday, there was like a monitor backstage showing like showing the camera of the front stage, showing the venue, and like showing the stage mm-hmm. setup. And I remember I was just trolling Aaron Zang, who's the VGC caster, who you know a lot of people mistaken me for. <laughs> um, I'll talk more about that actually later. That that actually didn't happen, but it was something else that happened. Yeah. Anyway, he comes into rehearsal, right, a few minutes after me. I'm like, yo, like, look at, man, CGI looking real good these days, Aaron. Look at how good the CGI rendition of the stage looks. He's looking at it. He's like, yeah, that looks pretty good. I was like, I'm just messing with you. It's actually the stage. This is life. No, it's not really. I was like, yeah, like, go around the corner. And he goes around the corner and sees the actual stage, too, which is really cool. Yeah, they had, like, a koi pond and stuff, like, projected on the ground. It was was really dope. Yeah, that was really cool. So... Um, well, I was gonna say the no, I don't think anyone really thought. I, I can't remember. Maybe one person thought I was Aaron Zane, but it wasn't like super common. But I was talking to PB Steve, who was at uh-huh. the event too, as a spectator, one of the creators at the event too. He told me that people came up to him thinking that he was me, They're like, "Oh, you're Caleb, right?" Bro, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, PB Steve's not even a full Asian either, like. I don't think he's even I... slightly Asian. I mean, uh, I guess, you know. He's half, Australia, right? <laughs> right? Wait, wait, wait. He's half Asian? I think so. I think he's half Asian. Really? Like ethnicity-wise, I, I mean, I don't yeah. Know. He's from Australia. Know. By oh, the oh, way, he, he doesn't look full. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He looks different enough, right, that you wouldn't know for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Mad. Yeah. 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 Well, um, it couldn't be me. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> know. People... A... Yeah, people people get real confused, I guess. Um, <laughs> really excited for us. Yeah, um, yeah, and I'm commenting. He's wearing like just a regular like T-shirt. I right? guess like he's yeah. not even dressed up, right? He's, if he was wearing short and tie, that might be a different story. I honestly like, couldn't scene. imagine a more different pairing in it. So <laughs> they, uh... yeah, if, if he was mistaking butters for me, then, then <laughs> yeah. really know something's wrong with the yeah, world. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but speaking of butters and other commentators, so unfortunately, like I said before, Wholesome wasn't able to join because of visa issues. Like he just couldn't get his stuff approved, right? So he just he just could not get approved in time. He went there just to spectate. Um, and you know, like I said before, like the Pokemon company still took care of us, right? So it wasn't like they they didn't shaft him on his flights or anything like that. Like he still had that all covered, which was nice of them to do. Um, but we brought on not Rob May as a guest, which was. Mm-hmm. A guest host essentially, and I thought he did a great job for his first yeah. official thing. Like I would have been nerve, like real nervous. First right? official and, like, thing being worlds up. as well, and also yeah. like because I thought he was going to be brought on as an analyst. I think that was like the initial mm-hmm. thing, and um, they stuck him on for some games. 
They did. Yeah, yeah, he was it? casting a speedy. Yeah. He got some hype games too. The Axiom yeah. versus Roots Master in the winners winners bracket. Like that was some good God, games. Yeah. I remember the other side games. I remember that specific one. I was like, dude, I was like, that's a good one to cast. That was yeah. one of the best, like best of threes I've seen. Yeah. Um, especially that game three. It was just Bro, like, the stuff that Axiom was doing, you're yeah. just like, yo, what? I was thinking about that earlier today, you know. I was just like the, like the the level of foresight and understanding of where he's like you know what i'm behind yeah so i just have to you know i have to take this risk but like three or four times and i'm like yo this is he had <laughs> yeah, his number man so he had his number i yeah, yeah he, he definitely does and still does apparently yeah, yeah um i gotta say too right um you know, before on our last episode when we recorded together, mm-hmm. it was just me and you filling for Speedy. You're talking about all the EU hype and everything. But, uh, <laughs> hey, you know like what? They were, hey. they were the first region out of the four regions to be hey. knocked out of boy, the, boy. you know, everyone had their hopes and dreams on Scaffold, and he could only do so much right by himself. Okay, okay. Hopes <laughs> okay, first of all, first of all, yeah. Yeah, and Atticus losing to El Shea with only five Pokemon. <laughs> let me just say, yeah. Your team still lost to the pasta people, yeah. So okay, okay. Let, let me put that there yeah. first. Yeah. True. I uh-huh. did what I okay, could. I got okay. my I got my three zero. Right. I I I played. I only lost one one set the entire King of the Hill. Okay. Unfortunately, okay. it was to Jonathan Kelly, which was probably the the worst part about it. But you know. I'll, I'll <laughs> um, and then you know what, Scaffo, yeah. So let's let's take a little look. Wait, at wait, let's talk about let's talk about fashions here. Who won world's factions worlds though? <laughs> it was elite. It was it was North America team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, okay uh, you know what? I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying North America's bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm saying like yeah, of course you, know, you can't say. It. I mean, if we look at world, yeah, yeah, there's no yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some respect on the EU names, you know. Um, okay, okay, yeah. Okay, look at look at Scaffold. Oh, yeah. again, no hate on the He played amazing against El Shea. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like which made it even more crazy of a set that El Shea was able uh, to two zero. Yeah. And also, actually, top thirty-two, yeah, nine EU players, nine NA players. So, I mean, that's fine. Please. But top three, three <laughs> NA players, zero EU players. Like, yeah, I well, mean, <laughs> that's a stat like that matters, right? <laughs> like, hey, hey, did our best. Scaffo, I, did yeah, best. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Scaffo's uh... little uh, little line here, right? So he wins the first match, loses mm-hmm. his second match. So he wins the first match 2-0, right? Loses mm-hmm. his second match 0-2 to its accent, right? Mm-hmm. And then he goes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 matches, yeah? Mm-hmm. He 2-0'd every single one except for the one against Harjeffy. And then he loses mm-hmm. 0-2 to Rubik's Master. So he only lost to the two finalists. 7 match good. run in the loser's bracket. And oh, that's pretty good. You know, two nils pretty much consistently. Like the only, the only win where he conceded was against Harjeffy. So there's, there's that's the. A... That's our best stat line we've got for this tournament. Yeah, I know you dug deep for that one. So. <laughs> I really did. I really... <laughs> the entire region. I was going to pull every stat. little bit out. I could, yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty impressive. <laughs> you know, I, I, I will say, I, I personally am a little bit surprised too mm. from the NA performance because. I know that as I don't even have bias for NA because I'm from the region. Cause I think we talked about before. I was like, I don't actually care like what region people are from. I think a good player, like I thought, I thought, um, well, I guess I thought Kimmy Sweet is going to win it, but I, I, before I saw Kimmy Sweet's performance, 
I was most saying like, oh, there's no way Crescent Angels doesn't take it right this right. year, you know, especially after last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I actually don't have a specific NA bias in general, mm-hmm. um, me personally, but my NA bias is probably as a commentator, most of the tournaments I commentate are NA. Right. So I see a lot of the NA gameplay, which is why like for me, I'm thinking, wow, someone like Kimmy Sweet might take it all because mm-hmm. I've seen his gameplay under a microscope and it looks so good, right? Yeah. Or or someone like with Dodge or someone like Rise, et cetera. And so that's why I was surprised because I haven't really, I haven't watched really any of the battles from Japan. A lot of the APAC region I haven't seen. Um, I know you all sent me some footage to look at, but again, those are just like one-off battles. Like yeah. I, I haven't seen enough. And then EU as well. I've seen, I've seen a lot of battles from EU, not as much from Latam. But I was just like, well, I personally commentate the NA one, so I definitely have a bias in seeing what I, I can see. I see what they can do. I haven't seen what the other players can do. Mm-hmm. So that's why I picked Kimmy Sweet because I was like, I, I've only seen what he can do and what the NA players can do. But the NA players, they showed up this year, man. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, you know, part of it's also, I wonder if because there's so many more NA tournaments, the NA players have a lot more experience on stage and playing in person. But... I say that, but then Ruby's Masters only played in two tournaments, yeah. including Worlds. So, yeah. like, the experience part doesn't actually, like, yeah. make too much sense. His team was genius, though. His team was yeah. really cool. Like, Honestly, that was, like, by like, far the coolest team I've seen. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, I felt like DD in the right hands can definitely go far. But, again, it's, like, about it being in the right hands. And then his team composition around it as well was, you know, really, really amazing. Phenomenal. And it's, like, I, I, you know, a lot of people were saying, like, a lot of his matches um you know he he managed to rps his opponents and i'm thinking like well that's just phenomenal team reading do you know what i mean you know he's he's really got their number he knows exactly the kind of adjustments they're going to make going into games Mm -hmm. two and games three and he plays towards that and honestly you know it worked every time but yeah and also you can only rps your opponent so many times like he, exactly. to, he so, pulled off some pretty incredible stuff like yeah. you don't get to second no one gets a second place in the world with rps right no. like i mean and if they do then they are the best team reader in the world and they're like <laughs> exactly reading you know? your mind right it's, that it's never it's impressive. never a chance at that point you know it's like yeah it's always yeah skill. people um, that claim it's just rps don't know what they're talking about yeah i don't i don't know i don't know what i mean yeah, that's. I'm just going to say say it like that. They could come at me if they want, but yeah. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. Uh, but yeah, really impressive performance from, you know, Rubik's Master, Axon, obviously, but also with Dodge too, making yeah. third place. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he had some dude. That set against Axon in the winners finals was like some yeah. of the most intense back and forth. Like when you watch them play, you're like, like I, when I was watching it, I was like, that's that's why they're in the top three like that's like you're watching it it's no coincidence right the level of gameplay like it was just so crazy what they're doing and like pokemon go pp is seems so simple on the surface level but the little things that both of them did in those games were just so incredible yeah. and it came out that crazy game five i really thought without going to take it all um, i mean honestly i think us in the crowd as well yeah like yeah there was about a minute where we were like oh yeah this is with all these games yeah. Oh, actually, it's Saxon's game. 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 You've got <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. Oh, this is Vidaj's game. Like, 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 for sure, it was like so much back and forth. You know. Oh uh, yeah, I was um, watching that, and and then again, there's a lot of back and forth between Vidaj and uh and Rubik's Master too, and it yeah. came down to another game five. But yeah. um, you know, a lot of people favored Vidaj going into that, mm-hmm. and I think 
given how large of a scale Worlds was, I was like, dude, the odds of him winning are still pretty low, right? In mm-hmm. my in my opinion. But he did really, really well still yeah. given those odds, right? He like getting third place after being so consistent since mm-hmm. Hartford regionals is like, dude, that's actually crazy, right? I mean, yeah. you know, like compared to other people that have done well since then, like they didn't really even come close. Yeah, it's insane. Right? I mean, for um, those who don't know, he also won the Silk so World Championships as well. Um, six oh six. Hey, yeah. <laughs> look, I, I'm in good company out. now, right? You know, I got a, <laughs> I got a, I got Italian on my side too that knows the feeling of a oh oh six, and um, yeah, yeah. it's a, it's not a great feeling, but yeah. I sympathize. I sympathize. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, Josh was making crazy plays there. I remember in that last game that he won, he threw a frenzy plant on cmp because he expected the combo play that is nuts because if he if the combo play didn't happen he just loses that no no it it wasn't cmp though he waited a bit um and so did asper shelter as well he also waited (laughs) so (laughs) it was like that's like five head reads i think it ended up still being cmp because they both waited right yeah 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 Yeah. so yeah yeah but it was wild and then like i think a bit before that it was like no shielding what could have been a blast burn or something like that? It was, yeah. bro. He was mind yeah. reading at that point. It was he wild. was, he yeah. was playing incredibly well. Yeah, yeah. but you oh, know what? There was a tweet um, of his on like maybe the day before Worlds or something like that, and it was like in response to a prediction tweet. And he was saying he was like, "Oh, you know, I'm flattered that everyone thinks I'm going to win it, but you know, obviously there's a lot of good players, and it's like a lot of burden to think that everyone thinks I'm going to win it as well." And I was a bit worried yeah. for him at first because I was just like, you know, he's obviously had to tackle mentality, you know, game mentality issues throughout the season. Um, and this is, you know, I guess a similar form of like, you know, personal pressure where you're like, well, everyone expects me to do well. I really have to do well. So um, considering that on top of all of that, he did amazing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And he kept it together too. I mean, you could tell... I mean, he's grown a lot in the past year, like the maturity yeah. level. So you can see, like, and he was like very gracious about, you know, taking third place, right? Yeah. Like, great yeah, sportsmanship yeah. throughout. So it was, I mean, hey, congrats to him too. I mean, third place yeah. in senior worlds and then third place in, in like, masters worlds is like no easy feat. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, yeah. he's, like, I, I, there's, in my mind, there's no way he doesn't qualify for Worlds yeah, <laughs> for a third for sure. year straight. And uh, I'm very excited to see how he performs there. So, yeah, really congrats to him, too, for that run. Um, But, yeah, I mean, and then you got Axon, who had one fluke at NAIC, but then now it's just like... Yeah. Imagine when your fluke is... I fluke didn't make top card. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, like... <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. What, yeah. what player, you know? Yeah. Mad. Yeah. That's something for some people that's the best they've done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I saw a picture today of like his trophies. It's like hey, this guy's really done it. And it's and it's also kind of yeah. interesting as well for like, you know, we're really in our infancy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in in a few years' time they're gonna be like, Yeah, remember Saxon, you know? He won a yeah. he won a regional, he won a international, he won worlds, you know. I talked yeah. to him too. I was like, "What's your next goal, right?" Because he really, well, I mean, obviously, back to back worlds would be huge, but you know, what else besides that? And he said, "I might go to the other internationals, right, and start yeah. collecting and see yeah, how that yeah, goes. Yeah. I play in different regions. Yeah, um, obviously, he played against a lot of people from different regions at Worlds mm-hmm. uh, last year and this year. But 
you know, to play in an entire region by yourself from as one of the few foreigners would be yeah. really interesting. And, you know, I know there's some, some TCG guy that collected pretty much every international trophy oh, my in his career over the You know, this guy was years. in the finals this year, right? Oh, well, yeah. What's his name? Tord. Tord, yeah, Tord, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Won every Wild. international, never won Worlds. Never won Worlds, got second. Year, and he got second. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about TCG, yeah, but I was sad for him, man. Yeah, yeah. I do know that TCG, if you place high enough in championship points, mm-hmm. maybe for, I don't know about VGC, but for this past year, it might change mm-hmm. for this upcoming year, you skip day number one, you go straight to day number two. Like yeah, they, they have that run. in VGC as well. But yeah, yeah. They, they're scratching. Which is a huge advantage for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, not to say that Tor didn't earn it because he still had the battle the best to yeah. get there, but he uh, like it, it is a huge advantage, right? Especially in a potential double elimination bracket yeah. or something. And like, I think there's, a, there's like, there's always a set amount of people who get that opportunity. I don't know the the exact numbers, so you know mm-hmm. it wasn't it wouldn't have been just him on his own who was skipping. Yes, yes, yes. There's a couple of people skipping as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. wild too, because you got everyone battling in the first day, and then you got to and then you got to face like some of the best people on day two that you yeah. didn't see yet, right? Yeah. It's just like <laughs> it's like this, it's like the second boss you got to face. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a daunting image, mm. but um, and then we gotta give definitely give a shout out to El Shay, who yeah, from man. Chile, five man. Pokemon only. Five Pokemon. I mean, he beat by Ruby's master because he didn't have his Umbreon, right? Like, if having an Umbreon yeah. would definitely help that matchup for yeah, sure. Right? Umbreon's just good in general, but yeah, five. Like, I realized how good he was when he two owed in inadequates yeah because yeah, yeah. i'm like Cause wait that, like inadequate like, was playing really well that set was incredible that, too that second game was like it was the perfect calculation where he was like again mm-hmm. he was like well i'm getting rps here my only win con is getting this ice beam onto the venu yeah perfect mm-hmm. undercharge, perfect perfect charge, farm yeah. down and then yeah. boom. that was game number one actually oh, well i okay. guess it was a rematch of the first one and the second right. one was um when he he uh he caught he caught a blast burn on his metacham or something um against inadequate charizard yeah that's what it was yeah and i was like what i was like in european let someone catch i thought you were all about the half second pause you know i was like there's no way inadequate lets this catch but i think he was still would have lost anyway in that situation because like he would just he just was behind like, I don't think the catch was necessary. Oh, you know, he caught the blast on his Glaring Stumpus, I think, because the Metro was building up to the Psychic. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he caught on the Psychic instead of trying to catch on the Ice Punch. Yeah, the yeah. timing was, and the read was crazy. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, yeah, L Shade played great, too. That Insane. was a fun one. Insane. Yeah, for double elimination, too. For those that don't know, he had five Pokemon because he misregistered. It, it, he admitted on Twitter it was his own fault. But the judges just said, hey, you got to play with five Pokemon only. Or you can take a round one loss. Not a game loss, a round one loss. So he loses right off the bat. He can't lose to a single opponent in a single set moving forward. So he was like, you know what? I'll take. I'll play with five Pokemon. Like, that's an easy decision. And he was in that winner's bracket for a while, too. Yeah, I think, like, definitely Pokemon. into day two. And, yeah. um, Good he probably only dropped down. Day two. Hmm. Yeah, he actually he only dropped Wadage, down. Yeah. yeah, lost to a dodge. So, yeah, that was, what a cool, you know? Yeah, what a what a story. I mean, definitely. Uh, that's what I love about worlds and a lot of these tournaments is that you hear, you learn about people that you like never knew about, 
right? Yeah. Like I didn't really know who else. I no, I would say I didn't really know. I did not know who he was at yeah. all, right? <laughs> like I knew someone got second at Chile, but um, I remember Ice Chris <laughs> got first, <laughs> right, with the shout out Charza, but I didn't. It didn't really click in my head who who was second, mm. but. Yeah, to be honest, even when we did like a, you know, we did like a few podcasts, like rounding up the competitors from uh, different places. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, you know, when we got to the Latam region and we're discussing Elche, um, I think even there it was like, you know, said about how he wasn't necessarily one of the big Chilean names because there's a lot of mm -hmm. big Chilean names, right? Yeah. Um, but everyone was so, like, everyone was so surprised at, the kind of run he went on during the regional mm -hmm. where he was taking out top player after top player. Um, and that really even, you know, brought a lot of, uh, a lot of like the Latin people's attention to mm. his, his ability. Um, yeah. 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 He was the Latin equivalent of your Scafo, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> he did make it pretty far though. He was the last region. He was a, he was the last player from non NA region. Too. Yeah. The last uh, fourth place, which is pretty impressive. Mm. Um, who was the last player of APAC? Was I it, think it was Chiodo. Was it Chiodo? Yeah, Chiodo, Chiodo right? Yeah, because yeah. Chiodo had the battle Luminous, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was, was his friend too. Yeah, that was my favorite little, you know, the little picture of them too, like you know, yeah, uh, shaking yeah. hands, a little fist the bump or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, was they're gonna dope. use that in world's videos for years to come. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's video. that's such a cool storyline. Yeah. That's like if I got to battle, um, well, I guess it like, was you and Ramberto, right? Like in San Diego, I guess so. Yeah, different stakes, yeah, because yeah, I guess different stakes by that point. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. a fun time for sure. Um, I gotta say too, before we finish this world's recap, um, great event overall, production mm -hmm. was great. Um, I don't know if you did you like the replay feature? Yeah, 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 that was amazing. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, uh, shout out to Amanda Lumberger actually for running that too. She was yeah. the one um, picking the replays and doing all the admin stuff, which was really nice. Yeah, also debuting debuting a feature like that uh, at Worlds is, mm -hmm. uh, or I don't know, did they have it at NAIC? They did, but only oh. for the final day for I think right. like losers finals, winners finals, and grand finals. But they didn't have that cut sequence with like right. the transition and everything. Yeah. They had like a little like sword sequence with the sound, uh -huh. like at NAIC. And there's no no fault on TPCI. Like they're testing a new uh, program and stuff. They just cut straight to the replay. Right. And so I remember there's one game where me and Butters were casting in the grand finals, and we thought it was like the next game. And then we realized, <laughs> oh wait, no, this is a replay. I was like, how did this red seal start with half health already, right? <laughs> and then we realized midway. But it was very clear what the the mm. the replay was, and hopefully that's something we see more going forward too, or yeah, at least at yeah, big events, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely really cool. Um, the layout in general was specific just to worlds, like the background layout. It was like different. Yeah. Like, color scheme to like orange yellow like honestly like, i think it was a lot more uh, aesthetically nice you know there was like mm -hmm. a bit less going on the like team graphics seemed like you know pretty mm -hmm. clear um yeah. yeah really good job really good job yeah it was uh i was a big fan mm -hmm. um but yeah before we finish this roast recap i gotta say you know i think it was maybe a year ago or so um, I can't remember if it was like right after Worlds in London or right before, mm -hmm. but one of my friends was saying how like, oh, Axon's definitely one of the best players in the world, right? And I remember me saying, I didn't say this publicly, right? But I remember me saying in that conversation, like, ah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, you know what it was? It was leading up to Salt Lake City, okay. right? I was like, 
And I said, nah, he just had a good team, right? He was running like the same team, like that Lickitung, like Shadow Nidal Queen core, like whatever, like Swamper, whatever. Like he was running this very strong core in all his tournaments in season one. And I was like, I feel like he was carried really hard by his really good team in the meta at the time. And and I remember Solid City, right? He lost to, I remember he got lost to Mormon Matt, who was like a new player from BGC. He got two up at Mormon Matt, right? In in day one, I think. He made top cut for Solid City, but then lost, you know, some, yeah. somewhere down there. I think tied for like seventh or sixth or something. And I was like, see, like it's, it's Axon's not like, he's good, but he's not the best, right? He's, he's you know, like he's still, he was still running Shadow and Dill Queen, I think after, um, well, no, he was running wall ring. That's what he was. He was yeah, running wall ring yeah, after the wall ring nerf, nerf yeah. right? And it just wasn't doing it. I was like, see, like the team comp doesn't work as well. He's still running <laughs> Shadow Nerf Queen too, but like the Shadow Wall Ring just wasn't doing as well as it did before. I was like, see, like he's just not as good, right? And then he went to Arlington. He he lost Arrow, I think. You know, he, he still did well, right? Made top mm-hmm. cut again. I was like, he's making top cut for sure. I did I'm not saying it's not impressive, but you know, he's he's not doing as well. Right. Uh, and you know, I think my own personal ego got to me when I was like I mean, even I qualified before Axon. I got second place in San Diego. He he hasn't even qualified Worlds yet, right? I only went one and done, right? And he, he hasn't even got second yet. Uh, but then he just kept going on and on. And looking back on it, I'm like, actually, I was wrong. He was actually pretty <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, bro. maybe the Shadow Wall Ring didn't do him favors. But I don't know if I make top cut running a meta Pokemon, that the Pokemon that's no longer meta, right? Yeah, true. Uh, and he was cooking all season, yeah, and I mean in factions, so he was like consistently getting two ones, mm. right? Like he wasn't really going negative. And I've never beat him in a best of three in, in show six either, so I can't say much. So I apologize, Axon. I take everything back. Um uh, actually it, it, uh, on top of that, I like man, I've just been constantly <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Conveniently after he wins worlds. I, I gotta say, me I have a history of disrespecting him accidentally too. Me and Butters predicted we're trying to predict who's gonna win. Uh, NAIC last year, right? Right. Going into the final day, and we had a top, we had top cut, right? Top eight, and we're just naming people like ah, like, and then we couldn't think of the eighth person, like I don't know, like, I can't even think of the eighth person. And then we both joked on on my vlog. I was like, imagine if it's actually the person that wins it. The person we forgot was actually Axit, <laughs> who won it all. <laughs> so anyway, I have a track record of being a little disrespectful towards Axit, whether intentionally or not intentionally, and. I, I apologize, and I would never make that mistake again. He is, he's one of the best, and there's just nothing anyone can say about it. And he doesn't seem like the kind of, like, no hate on Dancing Rob, but he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's going to let the gas, let, let the foot off the gas pedal. I feel like yeah, Dancing Rob yeah. was kind of like, I'm just going to judge. I'm going to chill. Right? I already qualified Worlds. I already got my Worlds invite. I don't even need to compete. And to be fair, I don't think Dancing Rob really went in the mindset of, I need to win Worlds again. Right? At least... Mm. What that's what it seemed like to me. Maybe he had that mindset, but it didn't really seem like it. Yeah, and, I mean, I kind yeah, of. I mean, we uh, don't seem like he did, but yeah, you know, Dance Rob, I don't know. Yeah. I kind of half agree. Like, uh, obviously, again, I, I don't know, right? But like, we haven't seen him at, at an event all season, so uh, mm-hmm. you know, you, you'd want to see them like you know prove themselves once and be like, yo, I'm still here. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. You know, even if it's just one tournament, like top kind, you don't have to win the whole thing to be like, oh, yeah. I'm still here. So yeah, yeah. But we'll see. I mean, either way, I think Dancer Rob's done a great job all season with the judging yeah. stuff. And yeah, for sure. Even if he decides to just do that instead of compete as much, that's uh, it's totally fine. I mean, like being world champion once is more than 
anyone yeah. else in the world can dream of, right? Like, <laughs> like going for back to back, and then also having his Pokemon distributed. So, yeah. Oh, so this yeah. is what I was gonna say. I'm optimistic, right? I know mm-hmm. I said you know accessibility is a huge issue with yeah. PP and all the stuff, but I'm optimistic that I think that Niantic is trying to take more of a PP route, especially of late, right? Mm-hmm. They had the giveaway codes. I mean. I never even see a wild encounter mana buzz until I did this research. Yeah. And I got the mana buzz encounter. I don't know if you chose that one, but it's like, I think. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't no. I didn't hang about on the Twitch stream long enough because I don't like using Twitch. I prefer YouTube. Yeah. And um, I just, I, I couldn't commit to like. Even I did it. Yeah, I didn't know you know I what did I did? I pulled up Twitch <laughs> muted on my phone while I was casting. Yeah. <laughs> Claimed the code while I was casting. I've been a bit lazy with researchers in general, like even GoFest. Mm-hmm. I was like, you can only get the Diancy research from the, the park, right? And then like some people were like, oh yeah, the park's not worth it. I looked how far it was. Did you even hot. go to the park? I didn't even go to the park. <laughs> <laughs> I just did my go yeah. to the town. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, but... this is a really good uh, step in the right direction. Because also the yeah. spawns um, during Worlds, and I'm assuming these spawns were happening for everyone, um, they were all okay. meta-relevant stuff, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Metacham, Glaring Stomphus. Yeah, Lanterns. Uh, I got my first Glade and Stumpfist in Japan, actually. Oh, really? First ever, shiny. First shiny one. Funny enough, I was having a team dinner with my teammates, Mm -hmm. uh, the Cool Cats, and I was like, dude, I still don't have Glade and Stumpfist. And then, I was saying this earlier, and the Twasel's like, I wish I was vlogging. I Dude, I never vlogged this one. I got a Shundo, too, from my teammate, Heather, and I I didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, it was a groundhog. But but he said, yo, you should click on that Stumpfist. It might be your first shiny. You need a shiny. Like, what are the odds of this? He, he, he didn't say the whole night. He literally said this once. I click on it. It was a shiny stuff. It's my first ever. Yeah. At this taco place. Yeah. Mad. Yeah. 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 But, and then I got a Shundo crowd at the venue when I was just lucky trading with Cochino Mom. So, same. It was, uh, it was fun. I have a race with Amanda Lumberger on who could get the three Shundos first. Shundo legendaries. Mm-hmm. And she was at two. I was at two. I got. I was like, race is over, Amanda. <laughs> Dude, literally like a day or two after Worlds, she oh. got her Shundo. Oh, swear. She got her third one too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so she's actually like only a step behind, which is the odds of that is crazy. But yeah. Um. But yeah. So yeah, you're yeah, you're right. So a lot of the spawns were PvP relevant, mm-hmm. and um, you know, giving away dancing robs. It wasn't actually his glare surface, unless his yeah. IVs are that bad. Like there's some random IVs, but giving away a glare surface, so something, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Did it have any sort of like location and, uh, thing on the bottom or anything like that, or was it just? Uh, I think it's. Wait, let me check. I think I might say like com- caught from like dancing, like the dancing Rob research. That would be cool. Pull my game real quick, because yeah, otherwise it, it is just a glare. Oh wait. <laughs> Well, you deleted it. I probably, I probably transferred it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I, I, you know what? I'm not going to look because I already don't transfer it. So I don't know. But anyone that caught Dancing Rob's Glenn Stumpfist, see what it says. Uh, I think it should say, like, Dancing Rob, yeah. like, research or world champion research or something. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, you have a Sorry, it, sorry, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I don't need Glenn Stumpfist anymore. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty dope, and I'm hoping – that we get more events like this in the future for yeah. world championships Agreed. soon. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, you talked a little about GoFest, so let's transition to that. But what did you think about GoFest? You only did Osaka, right? Because you yeah, yeah. You came to London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New York. yeah. 
Um, yeah. yeah, honestly, I thought it was amazing. Um, I mean, when I say I thought it was amazing, um, I have never been able to wail before. Yeah, there's so uh-huh. many times where I was just like, oh, this is the time. I'm going to be a whale and I get five rates <laughs> in and I'm like, oh, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I really tried as well. Like um, recently when I was in Australia and I was trying to like find people to do it with, but I was thinking, I was just like, well, it seems again, particularly with the raid partner, uh, the remote raid partner, sorry. Um, it's like difficult. Cause it's like, okay, well, especially if it's a returning legendary, when am I really going to be able to collect people to, raid a legendary what is it like 30 times roughly that you have to do it you're gonna get like maybe eight done on uh raid hour and then you know even if you do maybe some of the week like 30 times is quite a lot again for like you mm-hmm. know uh, if it's a returning legendary i don't think the interest is that high but bro, right. raiding in japan is wild it is mm-hmm. wild. i don't even I, like i could raid on my own I jump into a lobby and then all of a sudden there's 20 people in there. Like, right. It is and the insane. countdown is really cool because it goes straight down to like 10 seconds. Yeah, right? that, that so was a bit was hard nice. to keep up with, I can't lie. Like, I, 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 <laughs> I sent in my my Pokemon. by accident lo- yeah, loads of times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? um, but yeah, I thought I thought that was, that was brilliant, to be honest. Um, yeah. And then the research, like, I didn't realize until maybe halfway through the one of the days that um, certain research was guaranteed carbink, mm-hmm. but once I did realize that, got like a you know decent amount of carbinks, a lot of spawns. You could argue it was like a lot to do, um, but mm-hmm. I think in comparison to some events, like I think it was one of the tours, so maybe not the Hoenn tour, but like the the Johto tour or something, where people were like, "Oh, this is too much to do in like you know the space of a couple of days." It wasn't nearly as much to do as that, so you really could, mm-hmm. you know, in, enjoy every single part. And I think also if you were actually in the park, then the habitats rotated, so it didn't feel yeah. as, uh, you know, uh, intense. But I thought it was good. Yeah, I was so jealous when I got to Osaka because I didn't really have to. I didn't get a chance to play for much of it. So, <laughs> but luckily I got to play New York Go Fest, which the spawns are very similar um, yeah. for the most part. They are had they Tyrant the instead of Mora. They had Tyrant instead of Amora. They had Kangaskhan instead of something, whatever the region Sig- was. Sigilith, yeah. No, we had Sigilith too. You had Sigilith as well. So oh, yeah. Man. So well, it was some other happen. regional. Yeah. Probably was it Buffalo? Maybe I don't know. No, there definitely was in Buffalo. Maybe it was Mister. Oh, Galer- they had Galarian uh, Mime at Osaka. Yeah. We didn't have that at New York. Yeah, that has been, yeah. Kangaskhan I was down for because I recently I got a Hundo from uh from a lucky Hundo from my teammate Ooh. DFH actually. We lucky nice. traded, yeah. <laughs> yeah. First time meeting him too. Yeah, it was nice yeah. to meet him. But uh, I got a Hundo Kangaskhan. So, yeah, my Hundo luck was pretty good. Um but yeah, no, I was I was definitely wailing too in New York City. I have over seven hundred XL candies for Xerneas. I can make two Xerneas, and I don't have a hundo. <laughs> I'm like struggling. Yeah. I feel like I'm a true whale now, having having all the resources in the world, but not having the Pokemon. Yeah, power. these whale problems. And then on top of that as well, yeah, we we were talking about charge move drought. Yeah, charge TM mm-hmm. drought, bro. I'm I'm nearing a hundred charge TMs now, you know. Yo, which is like good and bad because it's good because obviously I got charge TMs. It's bad because yeah. you know it shouldn't really be necessary to raid for charge TMs. Yeah. 
Well, you're about to lose all that too. Comes uh, September first, once we get yeah, these new updates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't know what the updates are, but uh, there might be some stuff coming. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, we also have Global Go Fest coming up this weekend too. Yeah. So we could cover that real quick in terms of what there is. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be a lot. Uh, honestly, if you don't if you don't have enough stuff right now, you're gonna we're gonna see some stuff. Yeah. So some just some general things because we have some new shiny debut so mega deonsi makes his debut obviously so um that'll be i mean we both already have ours you don't get a second one unfortunately uh, I, I play new york city and i didn't get a second one uh, but yeah they have uh they have pikachu wearing a crown is here just like go fest yeah. i did not get a shiny version of that so I'm i was i was that. shiny checking those i can't lie this is good trade, trade, trade no, no, no. yeah i didn't get it either yeah. oh yeah, it's great trade bait um yeah, a bunch of there's Lickitung, which is pretty meta relevant. Hair cross, which is pretty good. Yeah. Oh, they didn't have hair cross in um, New York City either. Okay, so I think that's a big difference. Yeah, 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 that's a big difference. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the mine, like whatever. But the hair cross, yeah, I got a couple shiny hair cross. That, that particular habitat, by the way, I think is interesting. I think it's that habitat. Is it the one with like Udino and? Uh, yeah, quartz, yeah. quartz terrarium, whatever. So yeah. apparently, um, they like last night um said that there was going to be like an ultra unlock bonus um yeah. and the ultra unlock bonus is four times catch stardust so, yeah, bro, yeah imagine that hour yeah dude i love it yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly we'll, we'll get into right. that because that yeah, yeah that that is gonna be some nice stuff um we, yeah outside that they have aldino fungus which is great dust more more low which is also more dust too so you got more low fungus aldino all boosted dust uh, which is kind of nuts. And then in the second habitat is Pyrite Sands. Uh, I'm trying to see what's meta relevant. I mean, you got Gibble, but everyone has a lot of people have Gibble already. Yeah. You got Sandshrew if you need XL candies, I guess, or Sand Slash. Mm. Timber. Timber's nice. I actually do That's need Timber. Cool, yeah. yeah. Also, they have like, shiny. Great League Timber. Uh, I don't know if Timber has spawned yet, but like a uh, Great League mm. possible. This is the first time Timber spawned at an event, to my knowledge. Okay. Yeah. So... so, pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. Arcadors, yeah. I mean, yeah, it probably won't see use, but like, it's <laughs> yeah, it's nice yeah. to have that unlocked. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I hate that second stage evolution. Like Timber evolves into what's that other thing? Girder, I think it's called. Girder. It yeah. looks so weird. It looks like yeah, it's like it looks like Mojo right. Jojo from like Power Powderpuff Girls. <laughs> like a brain. It looks like yeah. a brain or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's awkward looking. Concordor is cool though. Yeah, that'll yeah. be a good one. I I do need to make that for XL for Mass mm. League. Uh, Joltik, Shining Joltik is new debut. Um, that's about it. I mean, I guess grub it if you want XLs for that for um, Charger Bug or whatever. Yeah, for, uh, for the XL, but yeah, it's not. It's not meta relevant. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're mostly looking for Joltik and Timber, but that's pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, and then for the third uh, habitats, Malachite Wild Wilderness, I think that's how you pronounce it. Snorlax wearing a cowboy hat is making a day is returning. Yo, I'm so glad I traded a Snorlax with a cowboy hat for like a muscle this past weekend. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, it's also shiny, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. So that, that was a that was a good trade. It wasn't shiny either, it was just a, yeah. Um, I traded a shiny cowboy hat, uh, Snorlax for a my first shiny Xerneas too for a lucky trade. <laughs> so it was before I got oh, shiny. I, I was sure it was yeah. yeah. But it's coming back. So 
yeah. I appreciate shout out to Dave Dang for for giving to me at least. Um, Arangru has a shiny debut, um, uh, which is pretty yeah. nice. And then you got Unova Sunfist, which is good for Excels, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of grass stuff, but yeah, you're probably mostly targeting the Snorlax and the Arangru here. And then obviously Pikachu with Crown spawning all of these. And then in the uh Aquamarine Shores, you got Lapras, which is pretty good. Nice. Marrow if you still need Azumarill. I mean, good good stuff for PP. Wobbuffet if you still need XLs for those. Um, Beldum again if you need XLs. Uh, and then Shiny Gumi's making a debut. I think that's a that's shiny. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And then we got Marini as well, which is good for Toxpex mm-hmm. if you need that still. Um, and then the raids, obviously. The raids, uh, I think outside the Pikachu, it's just, um, oh, wait, hold up. Oh, dude, actually, no, I'm mistaken. So the the Pikachu crowns, they're different crowns. So the crowns we have from GoFest, I don't know what kind of crowns they are, but in Quartz Terrarium, it's a quartz wearing crown for Pikachu. But the Pyrite Sand, it's a Pyrite Sand, a Pyrite crown. So they're different crowns. Oh, were they different crowns? I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For New York and Osaka, I didn't notice that. Yeah, like every I don't time know which the, one's uh, which. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think it's super hard to like actually know, right? See, so yeah. Uh, but you can but see the couple difference between these. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know about you, but I, I'm pretty sure the New York City and Osaka ones are just a standard crown one. I think no, these no, are no, specific I think it was crowns. Definitely different. Really? Yeah, yeah. I remember oh, recording that because people. Like, Maybe, maybe some people definitely weren't talking about the crowns. Right. All the crowns I saw, I think, were the quartz one or some standard one. I don't know. No. Hey, if you're wrong about this, Anacor, everyone gonna roast you in the comments <laughs> on this episode. Let, everyone let, let Anacor know that hey, I'm right. He's wrong. I'm, I'm committing to this, isn't it? You know, yeah, now, yeah, now that yeah, you made yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, you gotta double down, I guess. This is, this is how Sweetie starts losing bets. Yeah, yeah. this, that this is where it goes down there. Three by name only. Yeah, next thing you know, you're going to be munching on a hot chip or you're going to be disappearing from the podcast too. <laughs> I'm going to have to find VG4. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so they have all the four different crowns of Pikachu spawning in the one-star raid plus Gumi. Uh, two-star raid is just Carbink, which I personally don't think is worth raiding Carbink because you get plenty of Carbink from the resource task and yeah, the incense, I agree. but I agree. that's just me. Um, yeah. you know, Of course, if you really need it. Cowboy has Snorlax's three-star raid, and we got Primal raids for the yeah. for the big one which is primal kyogre and ground on which i need a few more excels of both to finish out my hundos so yeah. that'd be good but yeah good to see those back and then uh so that is that's all of saturday and then sunday we have rayquaza coming through uh making his global debut uh obviously if you have one great but if not um this is a great place to do it get mega engine stuff uh and then all Pokemon that appear in the wild during the first day event will also appear during event hours on the second day. There's no rotating habits, though, so it's just all stuff comes out, which is kind of cool. And then same thing with the raids. Yeah, uh, the raids are the same, except in, in addition to Primal Raids, you get the Mega Rayquaza raids. And then here's the thing. This is the cool part. Bonuses and features uh, that you could get. So obviously, Lord Modules will last one hour, two times friendship bonus raids. Uh... Field research themed around different habitats, etc. There will be no r- limit on remote race between Saturday and Sunday, which, like, that could have been the T segment. It's not, but it could have yeah. been. I, don't, I saw some people like saying, I tweet this out because, yes, they removed the limit, but the price yeah. of the remote rates are still jacked up to what they've been recently. Yeah. I mean, they, they do still have an opportunity to release a box yeah. for that weekend that's like 
you know, maybe old prices. So there's there's like the the opportunity to to make this not just uh, you know seem like yeah, a, a money grab. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So they still have an opportunity. They still have a few days to release that box. You know? yeah. um, but if they don't, then yeah, man. It's... <laughs> yeah. Not the best. No, um, and then uh, take snapshots during the events. You never know who might show up. Uh, it probably is going to be Rotom, like last time, yeah. like the GoFest, but I don't know. I got a rank That's 11 cool. Great League Rotom, actually, Jeez. from this nice. last thing. Yeah. It's going to be useful for nothing, but yeah, you know, man, let's good, let's good let's flex see <laughs> <laughs> Uh They have some feature attacks. This is actually kind of cool. So I guess these are legacy stuff, but mm. uh, if all Metapods into Butterfree, you get fast move bug bite, which I didn't even realize is legacy, but I guess that's legacy for Butterfree. <laughs> Sand Slash will learn Night Slash, which was a community move, um, but that's just Candle Sand Slash, of course. Clefable will learn the fast attack Pound, which again, legacy move that has not a lot yeah. of relevance, but maybe just evolve some. <laughs> Fly Guy's going to learn Earth Power was a community move, of course. Salamance, Outrage, community move. Metagross gets Meteor Mash. Oh, this is a heartbreaker. Someone evolved Metagross at New York City Go Fest. Um, I was in the coaching area, so um, they were asking for advice. And they're asking, like, why, wait, why does this not Meteor Mash? I could have sworn that you're supposed to get it. And I was like, not that I'm aware of. And then he, the the person Googled it, and they realized, oh, no, it's not until next week. Oh. Yeah. So Hopefully nice. it was a hundo, but uh, it yeah. might have been. <laughs> um, and then Roserade learns fire type, uh, fast attack, bolt speed, and fire type charge attack weather ball, which is pretty nice. That's Double nice. Yeah. community day move throwback. Oh, and this is a big one. Lickitung learns body slam. Ooh. Oh, dude. I, f- I forgot I that that was a uh... legacy. Yeah. It's legacy yeah, for Lickitung yeah. and Licky Licky. Yeah. But, I, dude, I, I have a rank one Ultra League Licky Licky. I can't remember if I evolved it or not. I hope I didn't. I, I think I did. Let me check it. I need to know now. Because uh, this is going to be a heartbreaker if I did. But, yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting this event to come out. I just didn't evolve. Yeah. So I was just like, slowly powering it up. Cause but also, some of the, like, some of the options seem a bit strange. Um, wait, also, it, it looks like, yeah, is it like Lickitung that's going to get body sound? Oh, clutch. It's not evolved yet. It's not evolved. <laughs> yeah, it's still, it's still Lickitung. It's still Lickitung. All right. Let's go. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Yeah, I just got one revolver. Sorry, what were we gonna say? <laughs> uh, is it is it just Licky Licky or is Lickitung also gonna get? Oh, well, I guess Lickitung just Licky Licky. Yeah, because he had to evolve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How you got nice. Bison back in the day was you had to do a Lickitung raid to get it. I think. Right, right. I see. I see. But they yeah. haven't had Lickitung exclusive raids. That was, yeah. dude. That was back in 2019, I think. Wow. Because I remember. Yeah, I was. Um, yeah, because I remember I was I was uh, dating someone back in Washington D.C. and I was visiting her for a time. So I was like, "Hey, I gotta do this like raid hour thing." Um, so she's like, "All right, I'm just gonna do my nails and get my hair done or something." So I was like, I was like walking around Washington D.C. meeting these locals there and like doing these raids. I added some of them as friends actually since then because I think we rerolled like Chrysalis or something. But um, it's funny. Yeah, that's that's how I know exactly when that research day was because that's when I visited her. Uh, good times. Anyway, uh, there's field research uh bonanza, and this uh on Saturday each pokey uh research task from Pokestops each hour from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. will be like refreshed. So it'll be new research. Right. Oh, that's nice. big for carping. Yeah, that's huge for carping because that means that um you could get you just new carping like every yeah. hour. Yeah, Amazing. and I don't know specifically what the research will be for the Global Go Fest, but I remember for at least for Osaka and New York City, 
I think it was spin 10 Pokestops, yeah. earn one candy walking your buddy, and maybe something else. Maybe it was catch 10 Pokemon, I think, or the carpet so, yeah. test. Yeah, yeah. So those are the ones you want to look out for. Yeah. I think send gifts wasn't a carving task, and I don't know. I think I think they're all carving tasks, or there's a chance for carving. But, the, yeah, but those were like the confirmed. So. Yeah, those are the ones you want to look out for. So, mm-hmm. um, like I said, I don't think it's really worth rating the carving, but if you really need the XLs or the carving, maybe go for it. Yeah. Or if you don't have a lot of Pokestops. Um, and then, yeah, the raid battle things, like I said, it goes down to 10 seconds if lobbies fill up to 20, like we saw in Osaka and New York City. So this is going to be worldwide now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there should be a ready button as well too. So it's gonna be launching everywhere, which is kind of cool. And then you know, new avatar items, stuff like that, event stickers, and then, uh, yeah. So a lot of these, oh, ticket exclusives. So if you have tickets, so this is not even stuff for ticket holders. If you have the tickets, you get the special research for the, uh, Deonsi, and you get the uh ex- special research for Mega Rayquaza to get meteorites, which you need to evolve yeah. the Mega Rayquaza. And then global, oh, global challenge. So this is the bonuses. This is the bonus he's talking about. So if you had the ticket, this is really worth buying the ticket, in my opinion. Um, if you get, uh, for incense encounters, for quartz terrarium, you get uh, A, D, I, M, N, and O for the unknown. You can get shiny for all of these. And then Hisu and Growlithe as a wild spawn. That's cool. That's which cool. I actually don't have a Hisu and Growlithe, so that'll be my first one. Yeah, well, I think um, <laughs> all, the, uh, all the egg ones are too high for Great League as well. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Nine, so yeah, that's kind of unless nice. you do the butter strat where his girlfriend yeah, starts playing yeah. <laughs> and uh, he gets, uh, gets you know, some yeah. hatches. <laughs> uh, technically, it was but, TOS, but uh, uh, yeah, his girlfriend didn't play the game since now his wife. <laughs> um, and then you get the same, I think you get pretty much the same unknown for Pyrite Sands, but you get Pawnearn as a wild spawn, which again could be pretty good for a great yeah. big B sharp if you want to get that. Mm-hmm. And then Malachite Wilderness, same unknowns, except you get Carnivine. Carnivine's not even shiny though, man. I'm just gonna Carnivine's gonna be useless after this one. I had Carnivine saved from. I was gonna uh, say, Georgia, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> that, that, that would have been good trade bait. Yeah. Yo, this huge one though. This is massive. Aqua Marine Shores. If you have an incense going on for this, obviously same unknown. You get Pachirisu right. as a spawn. That's um, huge. That's massive. Do you know, Everyone like goes upon there has been times yeah, when I was like, yeah. you know what? I was like, maybe I can go to a Pachirisu location. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's surely that. And then you look at where it is and it's like, I don't know, like Siberia or something. And then like the so really far cold up. parts of Canada. And I'm like, yeah. Oh. It's, yeah. Like usually we'll go Toronto, Canada, or Vancouver, Canada. It's not spawning there. Yeah. You have to go really far north. You have to go yeah. to the parts that nobody wants to go to, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what Nala <laughs> turned is, actually. Yeah. 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 He showed up to a regional with 100 Pachirisu because it's a local spawn. <laughs> Man, living out in the woods. Yeah, that is big. That is huge, you know. That's Especially because you, you like ideally want it lucky, because obviously you need to like you need to get that yeah. like Hundo level fifty one. Yeah. Um but there's a chance you might get a Hundo from incense. I mean it's hard to yeah, say hard to yeah, say. Yeah. Right? But as in like you but know, because it has to go to like level fifty one, you know, like yeah, same exactly. dust and stuff. And yeah. So yeah, this this is amazing. Yeah, exactly. So definitely that in itself is worth the thing. But yeah. he has some exclusive bonuses, increased chance of encountering shining Pokemon, up to six special trades can be made each day. And then you could level up your, oh yeah, there's some elite collector badges stuff. You get up to nine free raid passes from spinning photo gyms. So 
Hey, we can continue whaling, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then uh Lost special the yeah, special kilometer eggs. I don't know about seven kilometer eggs. I think I don't think they're that great for the rest of the other ghost go fest yeah, stuff. But I can't really remember what they Yeah. And then, you know, we're talking about this, but you were talking about the special bonus unlocks, right? So we're talking about so that I think is actually coming at a later time, if I'm not mistaken. Uh let's see. It was yeah, so the ultra unlock. So Saturday, uh let's see. Where is it? Um they're talking about the rotations, the raid. Okay, so this is this is a thing. Um ultra unlock. Um during each habitat hour on Saturday, ticket holders around the world will be able to work together to collect to complete a global challenge. If complete time, a special bonus will be unlocked for the remainder of the hour for the for the trainers, blah blah blah. Um man, this thing's really weird because it's not like really updated. Or it's a bunch of question marks on purpose, I guess. Uh it's literally just a bunch of yeah. question marks on this page, which is weird. I, I think it is intentional. But it's like a three question marks adventure. It will a special to be announced event will take place from Tuesday, September 5th to Sunday, September 10th, regardless of the number of challenges trainers are able to complete. This is wild. Okay. There's a bunch of question marks on here. Ultra yeah. Unlock A, uh, you get... I'm just like, it's Ultra Unlock Raids. One star race is just five question marks. Like, five question marks. <laughs> I have no idea what this is. And then the time research, if you're... Like, it's so... It's so it's like kind of troll, but it's kind of funny at the same time. Time research encounter, a bunch of question marks. And if you're lucky, you'll be able to encounter a shiny question mark thing, right? I don't I, know what this is. I, I, that's what I'm looking Either for. Way. But this is where the dust comes in. Okay, so it wasn't actually during the actual GoFest event. Uh, uh, although that that uh, first hour is still pretty nice because they have Audino, yeah. Morlo, and Fungus. But from September 5th to September 10th, that five days, Ultra Unlock bonus. Four times catch XP. Four wow. times catch Stardust. Wow. Yo, that is bonkers. That For is five days. Wild. Five days. And like on actually, top of that, I think there's like a community day classic during, is it during that span? You know what else is going on during that time? That first regional oh. for po- oh. play Pokemon in Pittsburgh. Wait, they but might, do, does it might, stack? It, might, it, it didn't stack at Worlds. It didn't stack <laughs> That's the first Worlds. time it didn't stack. Like, the first time, yeah, we had triple Sardos at, uh, at Froki Community Day uh-huh. and it didn't stack. The dust didn't stack at Worlds. And I don't know if it's gonna not. I I really I really oh, hope that that'd be it, so uh, OP. How much is that? Like? I know it'd be eight times dust, eight times. and then plus the star piece would be twelve times dust. I think right. Insane. Is my math correct? I don't know. Probably. Twelve times dust. Yeah, I don't wow. think so. But I, I I'm just scared that the two times dust at the venue will override the four times dust. I hopefully not. Hopefully just four times dust. Yeah. Sure. I'll just take standard four times just at the venue. That'd be nice too. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, and then ultra unlock. Uh, it plays complete total of whatever things from September 10th to the 15th. Um, certain Pokemon debuts will be happening. It's like a Ooh. bug Pokemon, electric Pokemon, a flying Pokemon, an ice Pokemon. They just say stay tuned for more details. I don't know what these Pokemon will be. What, what do you think? I'm trying to think. I have no idea. You know. Okay. Wait. 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 So they said that. The uh, Paldea Pokemon were coming soon, right? Yeah, I don't know if they but meant the, the are these typings though, <laughs> but yeah, it's true. 
I don't know if there's even anything like a uh, mind or I don't know what. That I don't be. know. These typings are kind of sus too. Yeah. yeah, I think it. I think you're right though. It's something to do with the Paldean Pokemon. Mm. There's like Bombardier or whatever. It's like flying Pokemon thing. I don't know. I don't no, know. I hope so. Hopefully, hopefully. Wait. What about the Ultra Beast? Are there any Ultra Beasts with these typings? There are, but I think Bug like electric. the electric ones are already out because um, that's circuitry. circuitry. Yeah. So I think there's like Naganadel that's missing, which is like Poison Dragon, Blacephalon, which is Fire Ghost. I think. Yeah. I, I think I, I feel nice. like they all have like dual typings, so maybe not. Yeah. yeah. Man, I don't know. Yeah, but... that's weird. Let us know your predictions down below. We'll, we'll find out after Go Fest, but. Yeah. So anyway, from the fifth though to the tenth, that's going to be the big one. If you need Stardust, yo, credit where credit's due, right? I was saying accessibility is an issue for Pokemon Go, but Niantic really bring in some things for accessibility. Pachirisu yeah. being a wild spawn, right? That's huge as well. Yeah. Like from Incense, like all these things. So honestly, the GoFest ticket, global GoFest ticket is worth buying in my opinion. I get no commission off of this. Niantic ain't paying me <laughs> nothing for this. I'm just saying this out of the goodness of my heart. I'm looking out for our fellow listeners. So This is the first sponsor is Niantic. <laughs> Three weeks down the line. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Um, but anyway, it's going to be a, a pretty exciting um, couple of yeah, couple events that we have after yeah. this. Um, speaking of Pittsburgh, we have our new season of Play Pokemon schedule coming out. And, you know, it's actually funny. They, I remember one of our producers actually saying they prefer us not to say play Pokemon on the streams, on the official streams. They actually rather we say go championship series or championship series. Okay. So that's like kind of the, but like, but then they use like hashtag play Pokemon, right? For like, I mean, do they do it or is it just us that does does that? Well, they ask for to get on the official streams. They want you to use yeah, hashtag play Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Outside the worlds, worlds was Pokemon Worlds mm-hmm. or something twenty twenty three or something. But or just Pokemon Worlds. But for for the regular stuff, they u- want us to use hashtag play Pokemon. So I don't know. I'm getting like conflicting messages. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, I try to say Go Championship Series on the official broadcast. So if anyone's ever curious why I say that instead of play Pokemon, that's why. But anyway, for those that don't know, I mean even says Pokemon.com slash US slash play Pokemon. So <laughs> not the website. Anyway, we have a bunch of stuff scheduled coming out. The first one is going to be Pittsburgh from the eighth to the tenth mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. And this is gonna be the first one after the potential GBL update, September first. Yeah. Yeah, first yeah. tournament, first new meta, first tournament season three. Like that's gonna be wild. There's no it's also one of the best parts this season is there's no overlapping events. That's great. I think yeah, so uh, you don't have to watch like you know, like yeah. yeah, yeah. At least in the beginning, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so you don't have to like try to keep track of all these different things. Yeah. Um. So that's gonna be pretty big. Yeah. So that's September because um, I think yeah. we've never or like you've never discussed the um the CP changes uh because mm-hmm. that's happened over the last three weeks. So not only is it the first tournament in new meta, but first tournament with the new CP form as well. Um, so yeah. that'll be quite interesting to see how it goes. And then also, I guess, um, with the qualification format as well, where only number one gets the auto qualifier. So the final yeah. matchup is still going to be, word. yeah, like a, a final matchup, you know, because nobody's qualified by that point. So the winner no really is going to be, yeah, the one, yeah. the one going through. So 
uh, as someone that came second place twice and qualified through both that way, yeah. I still like that change. I think it's cool. Yeah. There are some caveats. So for, so for those that don't know, championship points are what VGC and TCG use. And Unite to a degree, actually, but their system's a little bit different. But you essentially you earn championship points, a certain amount of points based on your placement. The higher up you get, uh, the place, the more you get. And obviously, I think the bigger the tournament, you also get more championship points, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, so at, at least you. it trickles down more. So... Trudeau's yeah, if you down. come like 64th in a really large tournament, you'll get some points compared to like yeah. 64th in a smaller tournament, something like that. More reason for players to more people to go, right? Because it yeah. helps everyone. More players yeah. going, more championship points being distributed, right? If you go to small tournaments, there's less to go around. So it's kind of like Silf back in the day, actually, for Silf Regionals. Like if you had more players going, more people qualify for Continentals. Mm, yeah. um, so it's kind of like that. So yeah, like Anacor said, only the first place player auto qualifies. Now, and, and everyone else gets championship points. So that's cool in a couple of regards because one, now in the grand finals, it's not like, ah, both players qualified. Yeah, exactly, so like, we're just yeah. playing for the travel war. You know, we try to hype them up, but like there's less to play on the line, right? Both players are pretty satisfied, right? Uh, like I remember I was in San Diego. I was like, I don't really care if I win or lose. Like, you yeah. know, I'm still going to try to win, but like, I'm happy for Rimberto either way because he's going to win and I'm going to, we're both going to qualify the world. So yeah. Something like that. Uh, but that's that's no longer going to be a thing. And this is actually across the board for VGC and TCG, which is cool too, because for mm -hmm. some of them, yeah. TCG players, they'll win like two back-to-back 1,000-person tournaments and still not like qualify for Worlds, which is, which is mad insane. to me. Yeah. yeah. But, so now there's that. But the caveat is, if you win first, right, let's say we're playing in the grand finals, mm -hmm. right? I rate one first already. And then, and then I went first again, playing against you, right? My invite doesn't trickle down anymore. So, so, so it stays there. So if you got second, you got second. You you need to win first to win that auto qualification. You still get a good chunk of championship points, but yeah. it doesn't trickle down anymore. So, so the invite doesn't pass down anymore. So I'm really on the fence with that particular. Like I don't know how I feel I like about it. no trickle down. I, I think like I think it. it's cool, but then I think it's also like I'm like. Is it necessary though? You know, it's it's, it's one. I guess people go down. to more tournaments, yeah. Because yeah, you, you can't, yeah, yeah. You still got to qualify yeah. on championship points. I yeah. don't know. I personally like it because, like, again, I think there's more to play for. Because now, let's say yeah, you're playing someone that already qualified for yeah. worlds, you're like, I'm chilling, even if I get second, right? Yeah, you got to be the best in it to be the best. So that's better, exactly. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, so I think that's that's my thought personally. Now. Championship points has some upsides. You could go to local tournaments, which more are being hosted around the world now, that could add to your championship points. I think there's already been some. Uh, well, the thing is, is announced. as as of this point, so there's two things that they still haven't announced. Um, they haven't announced the championship point requirements to actually qualify mm -hmm. for Worlds. So we yeah. still don't know that yet. And uh, we're like a week away from the start of the season. But there's also um, locals giving you championships points is still only in North America. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I'm hoping that's something that they're about to announce over the next week being like, okay, locals, you know, across the globe can now give you championship points. But uh, if it is just North America, it's a bit of a disappointing sort of thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because... Yeah. By yeah, region, mean, yeah, like for VGC and TCG, by region, you need more championship points in some regions. So like NA yeah, needs more championship points because there's so many more tournaments and there's like so many more mm -hmm. local tournaments and all this stuff, right? So that will probably be the same for Pokemon Go. So you'd be like, eh, yeah. is that a way to balance it out? But the thing is, and this is where like the downside championship points come in that uh, that TPCI and the Pokemon company need to figure out mm -hmm. is 
for regions that don't have a lot of tournaments in general, the championship points, I think, is hurting them. So they need to host more tournaments. For I'll give yeah. you an example. Like Mexico, right? So like, yeah. well, also, Mexico's actually going to be an interesting one if they count as LATAM or NA region. Because they're losers at NA, they're really getting shafted because yeah, they had yeah. to hit a higher amount of championship points while having less tournaments in their country, right? Exactly. And, and for at least for the past two seasons for Pokemon Go, there's been a Mexico qualifier. It's like a special event mm-hmm. qualifier. And that's it for Mexico, all Mexico. Yeah, they could go to Brazil or some other Latin countries or go to, you know, some country like tournaments in North America, you know, in US or Canada. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a lot of travel for either direction. Yeah. And uh, you need a passport and all this stuff. So for their own country, they had only one tournament each year. And it was a Mexico City qualifier. And the problem is, like, it's great that they have that. They only get two pe- people qualified from that, right? Yeah. And, and, like, last year, Marshall qualified. So he's not even from Mexico and he qualified, right? So, um, mm-hmm. so you know, your chances of getting uh, qualified from your own country is not that great because, you know, people from other countries, like, Latin countries might even go to that mm-hmm. tournament. Uh, no hand on Marshall or anything. I'm great, glad that he qualified. But, you know, it just cuts down your chances. And this year, they capped at 256, right? It was like, yeah. it was technically their biggest North America tournament because yeah. Mexico was technically North America, right? Um, but it was that qualifier. So it's clearly there's a lot of interest. But they only have one tournament and mm-hmm. two people qualified from it. But if yeah. you were if you do championship points, only one person guaranteed qualifies. Now, second place qualifier at Mexico qualifiers Get championship points, but what's that going to do if that's the only <laughs> yeah, tournament exactly. you lose to, right? It's like you yeah, you can't qualify off of the second, yeah. right? So you lose a qualifying spot off of that if there yeah. aren't more tournaments or there aren't locals mm-hmm. in Mexico and other regions. So yeah. like again, like NA has so so many privileges, right? EU to a degree, but especially NA, right? Yeah. And I think uh that's something that TPC needs to figure out too. And I don't know, I, maybe they're already working on that. I mean. They do this for a living, so I'm sure they're thinking about this too. Right? Yeah, so it's yeah. it can't it couldn't have slipped their mind, but how they figure out the roundabout, like the way around it, is going to be important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, NA players are so so lucky because you literally have the whole year schedule, right? I already know yeah. the last tournament of the season, which is going to be in LA, right? I already know I already know how to plan my stuff out. Like if you look at the Latin schedule, there's one tournament in Brazil, and that's it. Other yeah. stuff will be added later. Oceania has zero. Uh, EU has. Five regular ones plus two, like two special, special events. events. Yeah, but that still seems kind of on the lower end. Yeah, I but think there's it's just like less, there's just they less get less events. events so. Yeah, they get yeah. less events in general, so it's like still a decent yeah. amount. But yeah, definitely, I think Latam are hurting from this um, because again, I think Oceania gets their own uh, CV bar, and also yeah. they have events there in it. So there's like yeah. what, like four events and an internationals. Um, obviously, internationals also give you more championship um, points. But um, again, like looking at last year, all except for two LATAM events were in Brazil. Mm-hmm. So if you can't get to Brazil, then it sucks, you know. Um, yeah, this is a different language too than all exactly. the other LATAM countries. Yeah, 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 yeah. so. Yeah, I think it actually doesn't even like a lot of Brazilians understand Spanish, but uh, a lot of uh, other countries, you know, if they're speaking Spanish, they don't necessarily understand Portuguese or at least Brazilian Portuguese. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it doesn't doesn't really work in their favor. So hopefully, hopefully it's something they're addressing, because, again, I think LATAM in particular has a lot of uh, in terms of TPCI they have a lot of issues that need to be addressed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And at least for Go, there's a 
big, big community yeah. around Tampa. So, yeah, huge. So definitely, definitely want to see more love there. Um, yeah, Oceania is actually in a pretty good spot, I think, because their population yeah, isn't yeah, as big. Yeah, they actually have a decent amount of tournaments for them, especially <laughs> at the right? So yeah. it's actually kind of nice. But hey, you say what you want, but they actually perform pretty well, too. I mean, three, Honestly, three competitors yeah. in the top 32, like, that's pretty yeah. nice. And two of them are back-to-back top cuts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, last yeah, previous so, worlds. Yeah. yeah, what can you say? That's the yeah. Australian IV CMP. <laughs> putting in <laughs> putting in the work yeah mm. uh, are you, uh, I got a question for you uh, well because mm. I, I personally I, I'm going to say it, I'm personally going to compete at Sacramento and LA mm. if I don't get put on to cast and I already asked not to be casting those because right. I want to compete which will be in October and then May so hopefully two different metas if we're mm. still playing the same meta something went wrong again <laughs> like, yeah, <it's> good. <laughs> like we're back on that like 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 boom same boost train, yeah um, which ones are you competing at? Um, so I'm unsure at the moment. Um, okay, so I'm in Europe until the middle of October. Um, oh. And I'm really considering going to Barcelona. The only thing is, it's already filled up. Um, and the unfortunate you thing sign up? is... Nah, bro, it was like two in the morning, you know? like, uh, <laughs> And I was also assuming that like there'd be 256 spots and that maybe it would be a bit easier to... Yeah, 120. Honestly they need to do a second wave because if you look at the last season we've had, there's yeah. nowhere in the European books that's telling you, especially a city like Barcelona, that 128 is enough. Nowhere. Yeah. yeah? You look yeah. in the US ones, maybe, yeah, because they only had like, what, one or two that went above. But there's nowhere in that's telling you that 128 is enough. So they it's really need a free event to too. Exactly. You know, so a lot of people are just signing up as a placeholder. They don't even know if they're going to go yet um which is a you know another downside yeah um so hopefully that um lil is unfortunately the weekend before i fly back to australia and i you know i didn't honestly i was like i was like you know what yeah the weekend before yeah like uh, oh well then you'll still be in europe yeah technically yeah but i I was like you know what yeah I, i don't know if casting's an option yeah but I mean, I could be mistaken, but I think all the casters, if they're going to cast it, have already been selected. So you. So Lil's a no for me, yeah. Well, those are no for you for for casting, but for competing, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just, it's too tight in terms of like, again, I fly back the day after and from London. So uh, it would be like super tight. I'd have to get back to London and then fly out the next day, sort of thing. So. Um, Lil, yeah, I'm gonna what you, that what you said, get your ticket to Hawaii already. That's easy. Yeah, well, that's the I could say that about any event. You know what I mean? No, no. That's true. <laughs> like, you should go to all. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, so I'll be in Australia from uh, basically November until middle of February. So any events that's going to happen in, during that time, I'll definitely be attending. And then after February, I'll probably be back in Europe again. Meaning, I should catch EUIC. Um, and maybe some of the tail end Europe, European ones. So yeah. um, I think depending on how, um, you know, if I feel like I need some extra points, then maybe I'll go to a few more. Uh, again, it doesn't really cost too much in terms of attending some of these European events, which is quite nice. So mm. um, they're definitely like kind of accessible, but I'm really excited for EYC because watching it in my home city, yeah. Yeah. From the other side of the world was, uh, wasn't uh, 
wasn't wasn't the greatest feeling. Um, <laughs> really excited for everyone who went, obviously, you know, but it did look like a good time. So, wait, um, so after after you go back to Europe, um, mm-hmm. in February, yeah, you use permanent staying there, or is it like you just uh, for no, a I'm just, go back to Australia? I, I'm gonna stay for probably about six months and then go back to Australia afterwards. Because oh, I'll, I'll just be like, it'll be winter in Australia, and like, I'm like, why waste my visa? You know, I may as well just <laughs> somewhere again. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I so, see, I see. Yeah. Okay, there's a chance you might be able to make two different ICs then if they have. Uh, hey, honestly, and I'm really hoping that's the case because ICs. here's the thing. Yeah, I reached Australia like five days before OCIC, and my visa is one year. So if they do it a year to the date, I'll be five days off and I won't be able to attend. But if any, I don't know who organizes it, ESL or something, yeah. If any of you guys are thinking of pushing it a bit earlier in February, <laughs> I'm all Can't for you that. Can't just push you know? your, uh, your plans back or you already have the flights booked? No, no, it's a visa. Oh, it's a visa. It's the visa, oh. yeah. So like the only other option would be to renew it, but then I'd be renewing it for an extra year and it starts when I renew it. So I'd be wasting six months of my visa just not being in the country. So... <laughs> Yeah, I honestly, I, the thing is, though, one thing I feel kind of bad about, right, is that, like, I think being able to attend two ICs with the championship points is a huge advantage. Like, I think, and just I think some other players... About it, just do it. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know, but, like, I think I think a lot of players will definitely be eyeing Even up with the first round qualifying worlds and feeling bad about it. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it just, it, it feels kind of like, I don't want to say it feels like cheating, right, but... You know, if I get CP from two different ICs and that pushes me over the bar to qualify, and I don't do, let's say I don't do like amazingly okay. at the ICs, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would personally feel bad about qualifying. Okay. You, Unless you, I've proven myself feels somewhere bad. else. Yeah. I, I, you think that feels bad, right? Uh, you know what would feel worse? No. You went to both ICs and you didn't qualify. Didn't even qualify. <laughs> <laughs> then you should be really <laughs> embarrassed, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, two bad <laughs> Well, the people are going to two different ICs and still not qualify. Yeah, yeah. You I better agree. qualify if you go to two I've, ICs. I've, then the pressure is really on. Because then, because you better, because because then everyone's gonna be fun. Yeah, that is true. Hey, if I didn't have enough pressure already, let's hope it don't go that way. I mean, I think the pressure will definitely be on for you because uh, by the time you start participating, it'll be halfway through the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. So, well, I mean, yeah. well, the thing is, is that they, they usually announce the Australian ones a bit late. And I think the last one started uh, beginning of December. So it was the first event of the season. Oh, um, okay. So, so yeah, if it's, if it's going to be a similar sort of thingy, then yeah, there'll be a season where there won't be any, any competition um, unless I go to Barcelona. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, it will be that, that second season predominantly. So, hmm. yeah. Okay. See what happens. Well, that's... That's good, yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, for your sake, hopefully the the meta sound amazing because uh, <laughs> sound some of that. Yeah, yeah. For that yeah. first season, but we'll see. We're a couple of days away. Yeah, it's today's yeah. um August twenty third, so we're yet for yeah, next season. A week away, you know? we'll and I saw I saw there was mind um the the name of what the next season is going to be. Oh, Obviously, that it? doesn't mean anything necessarily. It's cool. Yeah. It's not like, yeah. I don't know, amazing astounding. I don't know. It was, it was two A words. Uh, I didn't really pay attention. But, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I thought you had the name on hand. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, you ain't got time for that. But 
maybe that means that you know they they mind the name because there's a blog post in the in the works mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know so it could be any day now could be any day all right now. all right we'll see yeah it might be yeah we're going to have to do a deep dive on the updates once that comes out yeah. um to wrap it up you already hit legend and gbl right bruv no what <laughs> I, I like Wait, I worse really than speedy what's going on i know because <laughs> like with okay with the prep for japan and then also going to japan i was like i don't really have like good opportunities to really like dial in and play gbl so i'll do it if i feel like i have a bit of free time and now i'm on the last two weeks of the season where master league is the only league and i only have one team and i'm like yo I better, like... Whoa, what's your team in master league it's the uh, Dragonite Double Steel. Like, oh, the, yeah, is that so good right now? I'm not aware. It's decent. It's decent. You know what? Like, yeah. Pokemon Go made it to like what number one or number two on the leaderboard with it. So, it, you but know, not recently, right? Legend, or still. recently? Yeah, but what's what's happened recently? Like, oh, uh, you got Zer- Zernius. Yeah, like, okay, Zernius. But I mean, Zernius Double Steel should be, yeah, should be okay. Too. Well, what about Zernius League? Right? Like it's Excadrill, right? Yeah. Yeah, doesn't they only just close, win in the zeros when they like close combat you? <laughs> yeah, but you can never go zeros in it. Like you have to like go into the twos and then like try and catch or something like that. It's definitely not convenient, but it's like similar to Zation League, right? Wait, I thought you were talking about how you're in Japan and you're like raiding like a whale and stuff. Like, don't you have yeah, other stuff? Power and up. Wait, no, why no, not? Cause, uh, cause what about you have four times it. dust? <laughs> what, what do you need to say for? <laughs> Uh, hey, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Well, no, no, don't, don't give it. You, you're not. If I'm you're not going to compete until December, you'll be fine, right? <laughs> but okay, wait. Which hundos day. do you have? Which yes. I okay, non-lucky. Uh, it doesn't look. matter, lucky or non-lucky. You just okay. list the hundos. You Legendary can afford this. I think. <laughs> and was it four star? Yeah. Okay. I apparently I got a Rayquaza. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, and Dragon Sand hits hard too. That. I've seen it hit, like almost one shot of Xerneas. Yeah, that is a. So it takes forever to get to, but it's yeah, pretty yeah. nasty. Yeah. But mad, mad uh, sort of bait combination. You know? Yeah. Um, I've got a Giratina altered, which I don't have the XLs for. I got a Ho which is level 15, and I don't have the XLs for. I got Moltres, which is. Yeah, um, I got a Zekrom, which I don't have the XLs for. Yeah, yeah. You have a what? You have a what? No, Zekrom, Zekrom. Oh, Zekrom. Um, yeah. So really, it is really just the Rayquaza in it, but I um. You could run Rayquaza and Ho together. They cover each other pretty well. I don't know. But how far are you on the? How far are you on the XL for Ho? I'm like, I'm oh. at 170 or something in the yeah. Realistically, by the end of this weekend, I will have you know XLs for Xerneas, Eveltal, uh, Rayquaza, and the two Primals. So I could potentially make a team out of that. In it. And I could power up it like a depends on how bad you want this legend. Honestly, I'm I'm not overly bothered about it because I'm like like I, I plan to try hard uh next season in terms of like uh yeah. high leaderboard stuff. So I'm I'm not too bothered, especially because this is like Master League as well. I'm like, well, right. yeah, it is, but it also does feel kind of bad because there was another I ain't playing catch cup, bro. But I mean, you can make your carpet, right? <laughs> hey, really come on, bro. Cup. Nah. <laughs> yeah, this is another reason to not play catch cup. Yeah. <laughs> that that uh, uh, hot garbage of a of a cup. Yeah, is, is what I call it. Um, you can another basset on. <laughs> Yo, a lot bro, of people probably make basset on because of go fast. They probably, yeah, they 
This is not efficient use of Stardust, in my opinion. <laughs> but I don't know. You know Absolutely what the thing is? Yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah. If if you if you like if you feel like oh this is your best opportunity to hit legend by all means, do you know what I mean? You know, yeah. I'm just like you know what I dropped the ball this season. Here's what it is. You know what? Another season. Now that you said you're going to commit to climb the leaderboards next season. Oh, okay. okay you should join in on the bet with me and Speedy next season. Do you know what? Wherever yeah, Speedy I'll... is. I don't know where Speedy is, but... Yeah, wherever know. he is. Yeah, where... You know, a what, perm what seems unlikely for your haircut, but a hot chick, though, <laughs> is, is available for everyone. Do you know what? Yeah, I will commit to it because not okay. only does it make me commit to, like, you know, my training and making right, sure that right. I do the thing... Um, I think, you know, like I said on the last episode, yeah, I'm about belief. Yeah, I believe <laughs> that I can do it, yeah. And I I, right. I, I say something. Yeah, yeah. Speedy said the same thing before he lost his first bet with me. Yeah, but... <laughs> you don't need you a know, handicap like Speedy does, right? No, nah, don't, don't get... Wait, 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 wait. What's the bet? What's the bet first? Because we haven't even... First to legend. First to legend. Yeah. Out of, out of us three, I guess. Maybe there should be different levels of penalty like if you're the second one to legend you don't suffer as much as the third place person right first to legend you know yeah yeah i mean hey, like two minutes ago you're like you know next season i'm gonna admit to myself i'm gonna go for that leaderboard placement hey, like i'm that's time to grind right i'm starting to prep I, for I this new season gonna be first to legend, but you know what yeah you know what Okay, what if I take a one-week handicap? <laughs> <laughs> Are you fine with that? <laughs> this is where the sensibility starts kicking in. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have some time to decide. Let's yeah. think on it. We'll uh, have to uh, come uh, up with uh, some punishments too. And stuff, no, right? no problem, no problem. What's but your spice I, tolerance these days? Honestly, it's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. It, wait, has it always been bad or is it like worse these days? No, it's just always been bad. Oh, yeah, it's always been bad. It's okay. Been good, yeah. I got to say, my spice tolerance was okay. But because I'm like getting older, it's like it's definitely worse. Like I, I went to an Indian food place um uh, in New York Go Fest, and food was great, phenomenal, right? Uh, but um, and I was with uh, um, uh, Adib and Dijon and some other people, and they're like, "Oh, you want some? You, you want some naan with that?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." And they're like, "I'm like, what kind do they have?" And they're like, they had, "Like standard one. They had like garlic one. They had like garlic chili naan." I was like, oh, I got to do garlic chili now, right? That sounds amazing, right? And I, I like a little spice too. And Dijon and D were like, you know, it's going to be really spicy. I was like, I'll be fine, right? Was it spicy? Yeah, it was spicy. It was definitely like, I was oh, like, whoa, man. this has actually got a kick to it, right? It's actually pretty good. But I ate it all. And next day, not just next day, two days straight, <laughs> I was like, I was at GoFest too. Yeah, so I had to use a porta potty, which is not great. Oh, I, my was days. Not, I was like, dude, this thing is hitting me. It was in waves too, like constantly throughout the day, <laughs> and like, it, like I was like just like holding it together, right, in the PVP area. For Fest. <laughs> and the same thing, like when I was about to board my plane, I had to go. Like it was like, oh was mate, yeah. yeah, that sounds was, like a uh, struggle. I can't lie. Yeah, I, I used to not have this when I was younger, but yeah. just that age, man. I mean, I, I wonder really if it's just like you know, maybe you haven't been eating spicy stuff recently or something like that. I don't know in it. Like I, uh, I eat spicy stuff from time to time, but yeah. not that spicy. But still, it's just hitting me harder than it used to. Yeah, yeah. I've never been a fan. I remember like last time I was in Japan, I noticed that whenever you get something spicy here, it's just not spicy. 
Like, regardless of how high the spicy level gets, you're just, just not spicy. And that's coming from me as yeah. well. I don't like spicy. Yeah. And I went to Thailand next, like right <laughs> after yeah. I went to Japan. And uh, I ordered something and they were like, you know, how spicy do you want it? And it just, I've been ordering spicy all month, you know, like spicy is fine, you know. I hadn't even paid for the for the for the dish yeah. yet. Yeah, she was like, "You can pay me afterwards." I sat there in this like food market. I took the first bite, and bro, I was I was holding back tears. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was sitting there like, I really have to finish this just in case she thinks I'm like not gonna pay for it. And I was like, <laughs> really, really going through it. And yeah, that really uh. That taught me a lesson, bro. Yo, that she must have been laughing at you too. Like, oh, <laughs> foreigner trying to power through. <laughs> that was the worst as well. I was like, I'm not going to be that guy. And I was funny yeah. that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was. At least you tried. Which did you finish the dish? I finished the dish. Yeah. I wasn't happy about it. I was really not happy about it, bro. How was how's the uh, aftermath? It's, it's obviously blacked out on my memory because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> my subconscious did uh, say, no, they were like, we don't need to remember this. We don't yeah. have to do a spice thing. We could do something else, though. So. We can uh, do something else, yeah. Um, you know what the thing is? Like I said, I, I will take a challenge. I will take a challenge because I'm definitely sure that I'm going to do way better than I did this season because I didn't try this season. I didn't put any time in, yeah. you know what I mean? And I'm actually going... Well, like, that's cool. so otherwise you're never not win this bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, so that is going to be oh. an extra reason to do it. You know what we could do? When I was on, uh, when I was doing an episode with the BTW guys, mm-hmm. they talked about how um, I think Astro he didn't do the hot chip. Matthew did when they lost when he lost a bet, but Astro had to eat like these jelly beans, and they were like disgusting jelly bean flavors. It was like standard jelly beans. It was like vomit <laughs> flavor, like diarrhea yeah. flavor jelly beans. He like threw up. Who even tastes diarrhea to know what that tastes like? I don't know. Whoever's writing <laughs> no. the taste test is like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he like <laughs> threw up. Maybe we had to do something uh, like that. Uh, uh, like I said, I'll 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 commit to a bet. Yeah. I'll commit <laughs> to a bet. Yeah, we can we can go over the details a bit later. We'll see what happens with the move update. Yeah, we'll you know we'll see, move uh, update or not. We're still doing the legend. Bet, I'll right? commit. Yeah, I'll commit to a bet. Yeah. I need a Bassy on buff or something, but okay we'll see we'll see how it goes um so quick quick segment on the tea topic too mm-hmm. so this was really uh since we we're talking about worlds recap um one of the players that qualified for worlds afrip and played actually made it in top 32 uh i yeah. fun fact too afrip actually qualified for worlds last year too so two-time worlds qualifier mm-hmm. uh actually battled against wadaj in um it was like early on day number two in the winner's bracket no, I think it was maybe their first matchup. No, second matchup, actually, because Averif went against Rick Flarion first. Rick Flarion, yeah. Yeah, and won that. So played really great. First time on stage, too. So really mm-hmm. big first stage. Um, but I remember the day before, Averif was telling me, like, hey, I was like, I've been just trying to get on a stream this whole time. I never had a chance. I was like, well, if you keep winning, you'll make it on. <laughs> you know, he kept winning. So yeah, he, he smacked it. Yeah. yeah. But he ran into some lag issues in game number three. Uh, what, what's your recounting of this? Actually, I'm curious because um, you probably so saw it, right? I, yeah, I only saw it on like uh, on looking back at it, um, mm. and I think it was something along the lines of um, was it his Reggie steal that lost some moves? But he basically was, lost um, some moves. I think it was like it was. was it? I think it was like his Altaria versus a Lantern or something. Right. Okay. Yeah. So he Altari, definitely lost some moves. Altari, he lost some moves, yeah. Yeah. Um, and 
you know, it was a situation which may have changed the outcome or at least made it a lot more uh, comfortable of a matchup for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pierre yeah, wasn't, it wasn't called out. He left the stage. He, he didn't actually say anything about it either. Um, and I think also one thing is when, um, whenever Wadaj plays against someone and they're having some issues, you see it on his face. Yeah. So he recognizes that it happens, but yeah. also he recognizes that sometimes it's a graphical issue. Do you know what I mean? And, and he just like, right. he, he carries on regardless. So even if it happens to him, you see like, you know, times where he's obviously miscounted or he's not expecting the move to come that early or something yeah. like that. And you see it on his face. You're like, you, know, you see the surprise. But then he just goes and carries on, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to play it out because, like, even if you lag, you might yeah. win, and yeah, like, there's yeah. no point in rematching, right? Because mm-hmm. that happened at um, self confidentials. I lagged against someone, mm-hmm. but I just kept playing it out. Like, I was in an Umbreon mirror, and I was at least one or two snarls behind, and I still ended winning. So I was like, well, no need to rematch. But I'm like, let me restart my game before game three, yeah, right? Yeah. And my opponent agreed, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was my uh, thing. Like from the caster's desk, I don't know how. Uh, I casted that game actually. That. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't backstage. I casted with Butters, and I remember specifically seeing it too. Right, you can see it very noticeably on average side. He was missing some like Dragon Breath. I think on Altaria, or maybe it was the other way around. He was running Lantern. I forgot which one was which. But like the matchup definitely looked weird, and I don't know if that's why he swapped out, but it forced him to swap in that matchup as well, and he was just like behind. And so he posted about it too because he didn't realize how bad it was. Because the problem is, it it might be like you said, like you know, it might be visual on both ends, right? Like yeah. maybe he's thinking, well, maybe what Dodge is liking too. Because if I'm liking, I can't really see if he's liking, right? And yeah, exactly, yeah. you don't really know, right? And what Dodge doesn't know either because you're like, well, maybe I'm going to catch him. Like different catch up, other... right? It's hard yeah. to say. Yeah, as a competitor, like when you're locked in, like I remember, like it happened when I was facing Soph in Fresno. Like, I didn't know she missed a much shot, right? I was yeah. just, like, confused why, you know, like, I see impede, right, on the second one mm-hmm. when I thought that, you know, she was going to throw beforehand. So sometimes you don't – you miss it as a competitor because in the moment, too. But Wadaj yeah. did, like you said, notice a little bit. But, again, it's not any fault of Wadaj or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, Avrif wrote, like, kind of a long Twitter post about it, too, and he said – Oh, it was Altaria, actually. He said, I had a great lead Altaria into Metacham, and by the time my game had started, I was I had already taken three to four counters worth of damage on my Altaria, which everyone witnessed while watching the stream and in the Spectre booth. He said, I was unaware at the time that my game had started so late and was thinking it could have been potentially a visual bug. And it was also the first time ever being on stream at a tournament, so I was not entirely sure of the necessary protocols that a player must take at an event. Um, and then he said it wasn't until after I got off stage, a large crowd of specters gathered around me and were asking questions like, what happened? Why was it not a rematch? Which then they showed me the footage of how bad it was. So then I had gotten off stage. There was nothing the judges official could do at that point. Um, you know, et cetera. He goes into, you know, obviously like things could have yeah. been different about like if that didn't happen or if mm-hmm. there was a rematch, cause it came to game three, right? He took a game off with yeah. Dodge early on. Um, and he says, you know, this has nothing to do with Dodge, which I agree with. And we even had a chat after to discuss it. I had no hard feelings whatsoever towards him. It was not his fault this happened. It was just unfortunate circumstances. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he's venting about it and stuff like that. And he said, I am 100% aware that I should have said something at the time, but a mixture of nerves and not knowing exactly how bad the lag was made me keep it to myself. Um, 
etc. So kind of kind of really unfortunate. Um, I, he had a really incredible run to made top yeah. thirty two, made day two, super impressive. But it just was super unfortunate that um he wasn't you know able to get kind of the win that he wanted yeah. or potential rematch there. Yeah, and I think it really brings a question. And this is not like a knock on judging staff too, because I don't really know the exact protocol is. I think for the most part, the protocol is unless it's like the game's just like like completely like crash or whatever. Like any like little lag or even up to maybe significant lag, it's up to the players to dispute, which makes sense, especially if you're playing off stage, right? Yeah. But when you play on stage, you have judges constantly looking at games. If you're playing off stage, there's no way judges can watch over your shoulder yeah, and see everything. For sure. yeah. So you have to flag down the judges, right? So that's yeah. general protocol for any battles, except when you're on stage is a little different because you have judges constantly looking. Mm-hmm. Does that change the protocol judges take? Probably not, which makes sense why, you know, it makes sense why they handled it this way, right? It was maybe mm-hmm. the onus was on average. But if you're in average position and you don't see the visual, you think it's visual exactly. on both sides, you don't know how far you're behind because if you're lagging, how can you see how far you're behind, yeah. right? You can always ask the judge for doing that, but sometimes you don't want to be annoying and always ask for every single time there's something yeah, visual, right? Yeah. You don't want to seem like a bad support just because you're lost mm-hmm. and, you know. Etc. I don't think there should ever be blame on someone asking for a, you know, to check mm-hmm. a potential to dispute anything to check for potential stuff, um, because if it gets overruled, then no big deal. And if it gets ruled in their favor, then obviously they're right. Um, yeah. But I do wonder moving forward too, because I'm sure that post got a lot of like eyes on it too. Obviously from mm-hmm. people from TBCI, if the there'll be a change for future seasons, right, or future tournaments yeah. where. I guess this would only apply for on-stream battles. If a mm-hmm. judge can just step in and say, hey, look, I know you didn't say anything, but that actually looked like it should be rematchable. Yeah. Um, well, I, I don't think, know where um, you're about that. Yeah, it definitely brought a few issue, issues to light. So obviously one of them you just discussed being, you know, should the judge be the one to call it or not? Mm-hmm. And then the other one being, and I think this was something that Speedy also commented, that um, the Speedy is chief too. Um, (laughs) was um you know uh bringing up disputes it's a bit uh frowned upon by the community you know um obviously there have been a lot of disputes which have been you know that have happened over the history of the championship series which have been i'd say questionable um and so those have put disputes in a bit of a negative light where especially to you know, if, if it's a viewer who doesn't necessarily know what they're watching, right? Um, there, or maybe he doesn't know more of the nuances behind the me- mechanics and stuff like that. They're going to look at it and think like, oh, well, this guy's just disputing for the sake of it. So mm-hmm. it's it's definitely been frowned upon. And I think it also, it kind of comes under a similar bracket of, you know, what you're saying about like death wins and, you know, should it be like a sportsmanship thing to do? I think the disputing comes under that as well, where it's like, well, shouldn't be afraid to dispute admittedly you shouldn't do frivolous disputes but how are we to know with the game in this kind of state as well um right. you know there's uh, i think we mentioned this um last time with you know one turn desync has been about for a bit like a few months at least i think mm-hmm. um and you know, sometimes also when you're watching the screens, you don't even know if it's one turn desync or if just the two games, like the video feed is slightly desynced. It's, it's mm-hmm. unclear at some points. Um, but these these desyncs are happening and they're not evident 
on both sides. They're usually only evident on one side. So it is difficult as a player. And then also you're, you know, you're pressure at the moment. You're like, you know, if you just lost the game, a bit flustered, whatever, especially if you had a good lead. So I, I, I think it should be down to the judges and, you know, I guess that hasn't been the case before, but it probably should be the case in the future where the judges, it's like, what are you doing, right? You're, you're sitting there and you're watching the game. That is literally what you're doing for the entirety of the game. So mm -hmm. you're in the best position to make these kind of calls. You're watching both sides of the screen. Um, the opponent shouldn't necessarily be um, thinking to do it because again, they don't know what's happening on the other side of the screen. Um, and you as the player, admittedly, you should bring certain things up, but again, if it's something that didn't come up on your side of the screen, but came up on the other side, how are you supposed to know? Yeah, I think there has to be some, like maybe slight change for stream judges versus like on, mm -hmm. on the floor judges. Cause again, the on floor yeah. judges can't be responsible for seeing all yeah, this stuff, sure. yeah. but the stream judges may be, I mean, it's just like. Like it's just a bad, it's just like an unfortunate bad look in general, right? Like at least mm -hmm. a sour taste and like average mouth, like. But for everyone viewing, dude, you're like, dude, like, like that. That's just like so scuffed, right? That that was the end result of that game, and it wasn't a rematch, right? Like yeah. everyone watching, like it's a bad, it's an unfortunate bad like spectator experience and viewer experience in general. Yeah. And again, this is not like any fault on whatever judges who were ruling on that one because they were doing what they're told and. I mean, I guess, I don't know, maybe they saw it or maybe they missed it. I, I, it's hard to say, but yeah. um, I do remember commentating the match. And I was like, huh, it's a little weird, right? And I mm -hmm. think I even spoke to Butters after. I was like, you know, maybe Average just a nice guy and just like conceded and thought he, he had no win con there. But like, mm -hmm. I was like, if that was me, like, that meta shame getting that many extra counters. Yeah, I do remember now specifically because Altar is supposed to win that on even shields, right? And yeah. it looked like it wasn't going to win on even shields mm -hmm. based on how it was playing out. So. Um, it forced average to swap out there, but yeah, that changes a lot, right? Getting extra counters through, like right off the start, yeah, huge difference, for sure. huge difference on Ice Punch Mad Jam. So, um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. You know, I mean, and shout yeah. out to the judging staff too because they work really hard to make sure these are run as smooth as possible. But uh, for that to be like pretty much the only like noticeable hiccup all weekend at Worlds, it's like it's not pretty, bad. Yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah. And I think also, you know what, like. This is the, the wrap-up of our second season at Worlds and the first full mm -hmm. season at Worlds. And mm -hmm. the differences between the beginning of the season and now, it's incredible, do you know what I mean? In it? Mm -hmm. So um, the kind of progress we're making is really good. Obviously, it's unfortunate that certain people have to be the casualty, but you know, you'll never change something unless uh, an issue arises, right? So um, I think it's... Uh, I think the judges... Uh, everyone involved in judging in general would definitely have been looking at that situation and will be reviewing things with the start of the season. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a shame as well because also you're just like, well, it would be nice if that wasn't even a problem from the start, right? And if the game was just, you know, consistent from the start. But yep. yeah, that's the, that's the kind of position we're in. And so That's a good case study for future future judges learning how yeah, to uh, yeah. judge and stuff like that or even current yeah. judges as they go yeah. through so but i guess sure it also means that the the judge's knowledge on the game does need to also be impeccable if they're going to be pointing out um inconsistencies like yeah. that and i think one thing that i really admire about king in particular and maybe other judges do this as well uh, but i just only see it you know king post here but um you know he set himself like a get to the leaderboard challenge solely mm -hmm. for the purpose of being like well i need to 
be playing with the best people if I'm going to recognize, you know, any inconsistencies or any, you know, like different mechanic issues and stuff like that. And yeah. I really rate that approach, you know. So it's kind of like, you know, see a referee in a sports game, yeah? These guys have to run a lot. Especially the soccer referees, dude, yeah, they're running up they're, and down the field. Like a basketball yeah. court's not nearly as big, right? Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah, these football referees, they're running all over the place. And it's like, I guess you kind of got to train, you know, almost to the same level as a footballer if you're going to be, yeah. you know, refing the games, right. isn't it? Because you, you could just stand in one spot, but then you're not you're not doing your job properly, really. Do you know what I mean? So, Are there not um, as many, like, referees for, like, football or slash soccer? Like, because you mean, I feel like if they had more, they wouldn't have to run as much, right? You just like, I'm you, you do get loads. Um, so you do get loads on like the touch lines. So yeah. the linesmen. Um, and then recently you also have like video assistance as well. But ultimately yeah. on the pitch, there's only one referee. And so. Yeah, dude, that referee's know. running a talk. I see him. <laughs> <with> sweat, right? <laughs> yeah. They're it. So they must <laughs> they love are, their job. Yeah, oh, man, no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so do you know what I mean? I, I really I really rate that approach. I think it's a, a really good yeah. one. So, um, yeah, yeah. Again, I, I think it's a, it's an unfortunate situation, but, you know, getting these things out of the way mm-hmm. and just, you know, getting stronger and stronger by the event, uh, I think that's kind of the, the direction we're going in there. So. Yeah. Yeah, and Adverb had an incredible run too. So shout out yeah. to him as well yeah. for despite, despite. You know what? That. I think particularly one thing I got to say about Adverb is, you know the the tournament he qualified from is not necessarily known as you know it's it's like the I don't know like the Salt Lake City of Australia. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. You know, nobody really goes there, and um, I think his his performance was insane. Um, yeah. And it's a, it's a really good opportunity. It's really nice, I'd say, to be able to prove yourself on a different platform. And even sometimes to yourself as well, you know, where it's like, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not just confined to like this region. I'm, mm. you know, able to battle it out with the best. And again, yeah. if things had been a bit different, who, who knows what would have happened after that, you know? What I mean? Food, so you much know? would change. Yeah, Rodge, yeah. yeah. If he beats Wadaj, so much would change. If he beats Wadaj, it's... Okay, so it's only the... Oh, so it was the first... Oh, no, it wasn't the first round. But, um, yeah, he goes Second on to play Elche. Yeah. Um, and if Elche yeah, beats him, <laughs> then Elche yeah, plays yeah. With the accent, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that is an uh, interesting, interesting uh, storyline. If it, if it yeah. There will be less yeah, NA players yeah. in the top three, but uh, looks like yeah. NA is going to hold hold dominant this year. <laughs> no, no, yeah. <laughs> but no, hey, Axon's going to UIC. If Axon wins the UIC, that's going to be the biggest <laughs> thing I've done all hey, of you. If Axon if wins the UIC, uh, we, we can make a bet on that. I'll delete something important. I know I said I stopped disrespecting Axon, but that's still a hard bet for me to make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I think he'll make top gun in EUIC if he goes. I, th- I, think he, I think he could, yeah. Especially if it's like top 16 as well. Um, not saying he wouldn't make top 8, but obviously, you know, like, uh, um, I think he definitely would make a top 16. So, yeah. 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 Um, Wild. Well, anyway, that's uh, that's it for us. Hopefully, you have a good go fest in uh, Japan. Yeah, and, bro. Hey, uh, do you have wait. a car bank already? Do you have the car bank made? 
Nah, not even close. Because again, I'm looking for like I'm looking for the right or not the right spirit. I'm just trying to look for like a good rank. You know? Um, yeah. I didn't so collect as many as I thought I did from uh, the other day. So Osaka, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't walk here or anything like that. I don't think I'm even going to use it, unless it's like super necessary. It's not really my kind of play style, so I don't yeah. think I'd use it next season. Personally, I'd much rather like use. Yeah, I mean the thing is, is that like the carbon counters are more along my sort of thing, like Swampert Reggie still. So um, if it came down to that, I'd just go that direction. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Um, yeah, I don't want to walk any mine either because I just you just have to power it up to make any meaningful. Yeah, use it. And exactly. just like I'm not gonna power with a bad one just to walk it. Yeah, yeah, it's not worth it. Do it. All right. Well, we'll see how that goes. Uh, best of luck to everyone. And if you have any bet punishment ideas, <laughs> let us know down below. I think the jelly bean ones are pretty good. good. I personally hey, don't yeah. want to eat any of those jelly beans, dude. Like, yeah, Astro was just saying he was throwing up while eating it, and yeah, that, that sounds great. And I, I need to like, uh, if I do commit to that, I need to commit to also a location where it's just a, a bit more acceptable for me to just be throwing up for a couple of hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, hotel uh, rooms tried fine, right? Yeah, yeah. But They're we'll gonna see. be <laughs> knocking at the door, like, oh, <laughs> "You okay?" All right. Um, um, anyway, thank you, uh, Anacor, aka Speedish Chief Three, for filling in for this week. Speedish Chief uh, Three. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Well, uh, we don't know where Speedy is, but hashtag where Speedy. Hashtag I know he's fine. Speedy. I know he's safe because I saw him at New York where City like two days he? ago. Yeah. <laughs> where, where is he? You know what I mean? Where is the man? Yeah. That's where is question. Okay. Anyway, we'll catch you all next week. Uh, Go luck on Global Go Fest. Get that XL Pachirisu. Yeah. Good time to do it. Good yeah, time to yeah. do it. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. That mega Ampharos or something. Yeah, we'll catch you all next time. Oh, and let let us know down below if Anacor's right or wrong about the the crown the crown Pikachu. I'm pretty sure we only had one I'm crown Pikachu sure. for I'm all of Osaka, sure London, and New York. But like, I, I don't think there's four at each specific Go Fest. But you know, I'm pretty sure there's four. But you know, again, I'm I'm committing to the the pot now. Maybe she eat a jelly bean for each Pikachu you're wrong about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that that is to be unconfirmed. This is the start. Well, uh, yeah, this is the start of a slippery slope. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll catch you all next time. Have a good one. All right, so peace.